Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another night of the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show. Man, I just want to say we've been busy. We've been busy, busy, busy these last few days. We've been getting invites. We've been doing radio shows. We've been doing whatever, whatever we need to do. And we got another one coming up too, don't we, Rodney? Yeah, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. What and what is that? What's the topic of that one? If he disrespects your mother, is he a keeper? Wow. Mm. That's yeah. That's kind of deep. That one right there is kind of deep. Um, but it is what it is, you know. I just want to put a special shout out to everybody that calls in. You know, we trying to we trying to get something. We trying to do some public um, service announcements. We trying to do some good with this thing. And everybody that calls in has been extremely supportive and extremely helpful. You know what I mean? So you know, I'm just gonna put it out there. Wherever household stress goes, and we don't know where it's going, but we taking y'all with us. You know what I mean? We taking y'all right along with us, everybody, man, because I think that this thing may be something where we're going to need the help. You know, I think we're going to have situations where people actually are going to be looking to this venue for help, and we're going to need each and every one of y'all to be with us. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, enough, enough, enough said with that. Uh, tonight's topic is transformation. It's not Bible study. We're going to try not to cuss. We're going to try not to cuss. Now, now I, I, I want to start off with myself. And I need y'all brothers help with this one. Not saying that I'm dealing with this, but it might be in the neighborhood. Um, not too long ago, I was a guy that, you know what I mean, used to have a lot of, you know, options. Let's just say it that way. Um, and I think at some point in your life, options are good. You know, if you're a single man, options are great. If one don't act right, then you got another one that's going to act right. And then it's to the situation where, you know, you just got to figure out who's going to act right or who's available. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Um you know, and when you have options, I think that you have drama, but you have a little less drama in your life because, again, if one doesn't act right, you got you got different options. Um, but here's a difficult situation right here: when you have to depend everything on one person, and you no longer have any options. Whatever that person's mood swing is, you got to roll with it. Whatever that person feels like doing or doesn't feel like doing. You got to roll with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you have to sit there as a man, especially a married man, and you got to suck it up. You got to 
suck it up. I mean, that's the hand that you've been dealt. You wear it with a smile, and you keep moving. The first question that I want to throw out tonight, because I don't have that many, is how can we transform? How can we transform ourselves? And think about this, fellas. I mean, honestly, how can we realistically transform ourselves to a one-woman man? One woman. I, I think I think the first thing is is that you 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 have the lessons by having all the options on what you're looking for in a woman. You you kind of hone your expectations for that single woman by you know the research that you're doing on the options. If you're doing research, some people are just enjoying themselves, you know. Um, and once you have that, then you know. There are some things that are realistic. Your goals, you know, are realistic, and some things are unrealistic. Like you won't, you won't have a hundred percent of everything that you're looking for in that person. So, long story short, experience. You know what a, you know what I'm saying. You know a good. You should know a good woman who is worth the time to to for you to be that for, to make her that one woman that you want to you know devote the rest of your life to, and it, it also it would invoke a change in. That woman would invoke that change in you. But I, you, you the main one to talk about women lie. So we already know. We already know when we get with them, we got an agenda and 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 a, and a mindset that we are in in the mode that we know we got to switch to. Oh yeah. With them, but when it switches, and then we got to switch again and adjust around them lying, occasionally, and then then because we look at them, we don't look at them the same. When but pre-wife and post-wife, we don't look at we don't look at them the same. Right. I know I don't look at I didn't look at my wife the same after I heard the first lie. I was like, wait, I'm I'm married, and then we you know we we bunch it all together. We I'm married to a liar now, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, either I mean, even though she called it white or black or whatever color she want to call it, yes, you know, lie, lie. You know, and then now I gotta readjust. Like, well, what? Let me let me look at my my pocketbook and hold my cards to my chest a little bit closer. You know, because now and then, and so our mindset has to actually change to from a single-minded man to a married-minded man, standing by to make any adjustments that comes along. But the women, a woman, and and yes, all women do lie. Uh, but a woman could invoke that change. You see what I'm saying? You could meet a woman that would, you know what I'm saying, uh, inspire you to change. No, 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 no. You don't think so? You disagree? Nah, you, you can't. A woman can't make you change. That has to be something that comes on your own. It you can't make you change. I said inspire you to change. She can inspire you. Inspire is a better word. That's a totally a big word. difference. No, because can't no woman make a man do anything. That's right. No. You know, for all the women that's going to listen later on tonight, you, you, you're lying to yourself. You can't do <laughs> anything. But you're right, Ike. I mean, I think that, you know, you meet the right one, you know, she'll inspire you to do better. Yeah. Make make a positive transformation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, um, when I was on uh, the, the television show uh, last week, um, I, I slipped out of my mouth that I don't look at my wife as a nag, but I look at her as an inspirational speaker. 
you know, because when she speaks, uh, for the most part, if it if it inspires me to move to to motivate the family and raise us as a as a whole to a higher level, then she just her her thoughts uh, inspired me to do whatever she, you know, cons- I considered whatever she said for me to do at that moment, you know, and 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 it actually elevated the family after I did what she asked me to do. Hmm. Okay. Anybody on that? The brother said the word lie. Right? And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And, and, and we hate to think of them as liars. I mean, you know, and he said it. And he, and again, because that's the, that's the woman you married. You hate to think, yeah. man, I married somebody that just bamboozled me. You know, but at the end of the day, do you feel bamboozled? At some point, when you say it ain't what it, what I thought it was, you see, we got to make this transformation into this married guy, right? And for some of us, it's hard, man. For some of us, it's just hard. Some some people are still dealing with it, and I think that that is that has a lot to do with why marriages don't work, is because we don't want to make the change because there's something that we've given up, right? Mm. And I think that's option. But then sometimes it's more you are forced. Somebody's forcing you or putting pressure on you to change, and that makes it even more difficult. Yeah, I I hear you. I hear you, but can't nobody really force you to do nothing. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody can force you to do nothing. But women, wives have a way of nagging you to drive you crazy. <laughs> you you got to make two choices. Either you're going to have to make an adjustment or you're going to have to sit there and argue every single day. Okay, okay. So, 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 and again, just be you know, I just don't know how many people on this phone have, have, have really sat down to think about the person that they were versus the person that they have to be in their marriage and whether they're even ha- happy with that person. You know what I mean? We always talk a lot about why married men don't talk. So if a married man doesn't talk, there's got to be something going on, some unhappiness, some unfulfillment going on, some how did I get here and why am I in this situation? I mean, there there are some trade-offs. Don't get me wrong. There there are some inevitable trade-offs. But uh, each individual is different. Some people can live with the... You know, missing the whole options and the excitement of the options, and some people, you know, they they kind of want to have both. They want to have the best of both worlds. They want to have a good woman, and they want to have options also. I mean, and and some, you know, they feel trapped, like what you what you're leading up to, T Hawk. I mean, you know, they just, you know, they they're just slowly suffering inside because they've had to change so much, and they can't live with the way they've had to change. You know. Thought they could live with it, but they can't. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And that, and that's that's the element that I'm talking about right now. So then we're talking about a transformation, right? Because so now you transform from this guy that's a single dude with options to this married guy with one option. Okay. Now the one option is okay for a while, but it's not. Fulfilling what you thought was going to be fulfilled when you made the initial transformation. 
So now you have to transform yourself to this guy that'll settle for less and be all right with it. So what well, man? Settle I, for less? No, I don't think so. I don't, I, I think you. It's not a settlement because if you evaluate, and I take every man on this call and every person listening to this call, if they actually evaluated their wives before they got married to them, I guarantee you all of us have the same opinion about them after we got married to them. I guarantee you all of our opinions the same. That lets you know if all of our opinions are the same about our wives that means women are all the same because of their makeup and their DNA. Now, and some might be in a corporate world where they're more bossy than others. Some might be in, in in a place where they, you know, their fathers raised them to be money hungry, or some might have been, you know, to get their way, and, and they lie all the time just to just to keep themselves out of hot water. But as a general, uh, a woman. Made up the same way, and all of us got the same complaints. That's why none of us talk because we don't want to go to that second level and that third level of argument where we think we can't, the point of no return that we can't, you know, uh, uh, we can't bring back or we say some stuff that we might not mean to say, and then now it's another whole attitude. But generally, after we get married to them, all of them are the same. Every last one of them, they did what they did to get us. And now we feel like we stuck. Every last man on this call <laughs> know that. How, how many T? How many men on this call found out something about your wife after you're married that you did not know before you married? You were like, "Wow, you know, I kind of thought she'd tell me this before we got married." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, am I the only one? No, no, oh, no okay. not at all. <laughs> okay. I don't count yet, but I'm gonna tell you what the biggest problem is. Here we go. And I'm I'm going to say it this way. The younger you are when you get married, the more you're in trouble. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you're afraid to say the things that's going to either upset her, hurt her feelings, or alienate her. When really they don't care that they do those things to us. Yeah. Holler at me after you get married and see if that still works. But see, you, you keep saying <laughs> oh, right. It works. It works. I'm going to tell, tell you, you don't have to be married, and it works. Because I'm going to tell you why. When I was younger, the the very thing that you're talking about now is I saw different women because I wanted one woman to have everything. And if she didn't have it, I'm going to pick the girl that I want to spend time with who's going to give me what I need at that moment. Okay? As I got older and realized that I can't have it all, then I had to prioritize what's more important to me. Now that I'm 52, I don't care if I hurt my girl's feelings because I'm going to tell her the truth. If it, if it hurts you, then you need to evaluate yourself because I'm just telling you I'm not going to tolerate this. I'm too old. I'm not going to do it. CJ, you again, know? when you're dating and you have a long-time girlfriend, she will <laughs> But, see, you're supporting. It works for me now. I'm married and a couple years you're married, and that works for me. But you you're can't. Support my own, you're helping me support my own statement. 
you are saying that, you know what, after you get married, you hung, right? But you don't say anything to her because you want, if you're feeling her, you're afraid to lose her. No, that's not true. Yes, it is true, because if you say something to her, for instance, let's say out of the blue you say, you know, I don't like your feet. You need to take better care of your feet. What do you think the next thing you're going to be feeling? <laughs> well, let's, let's, talk about, let's say something more realistic than that, because that ain't going to get her to go out the door. Let's just, just call it something else. No, 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 I didn't say for her to go out the door, but she's going to be a little pissed off for about <laughs> In that case, you knew her feet ugly before you got married to her. That's something should have been already established. Now, but what I'm saying, I'm saying, you say this before you got married. See, the problem isn't finding out in what you find out after you get married. It's what you overlook before you get married. Hey, let, let's 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 do a real scenario, CJ. Right now, I'm quite sure. Anytime you raise your finger or give the signal. The booty is in your face, okay? That's how. I, at least the, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was like that for me before I got married, before I before I decided to to change my ways and go follow Christ. But when I said, "Hey, let's do it," and it was on like everything. Now she, I got my finger up in the air. She's like, "What's you? You got a question? You know, it's different. <laughs> you know." It's, it ain't it ain't the same. The signals, you know, it's like I don't have to do what I did to get you, because I got you now. And if I don't feel like it, then I can just say I don't feel like it. And some for some reason, you think that everything that you got away with, and as much sex that you got or you getting right now, you think that that's going to continue to play out. And I'm telling you, if you feel like that and you think like that, you playing yourself because you're gonna be mad, man. But at any time. Before you married her, did you did you happen to say to her, "Is this gonna be like this after we get married?" Yes. Am, am, am I gonna be able to get it like this? Yes. Once we married. Hey, can I give y'all a real life example? Please. So when I was single, when I was courting my wife, we were girlfriend and boyfriend. I used to try to clean up my apartment before she came down to impress her. Mm-hmm. And now that we are married. Uh, you know, uh, last week my wife challenged me to clean up my basement. I cleaned my basement up. I did better than she did. And she was like, well, how did you do that? And I said, well, you know, I used to work for a janitorial company. You act like you've never even heard that. She was like, oh, so you can help me clean up now. I said, no, I'm not helping you clean up. <laughs> and she said, why? I said, because you're going to always find something wrong. So ain't nothing changing. I'm going to keep doing what I do, which is not clean up, and you go ahead and clean up, and I take care of all the duties that I take care of. And we'll continue to have this mutual arrangement. Look how you switch, though. You switch from cleaning or having a clean apartment right before she came over. So the only thing that she ever saw about Ike was he got a clean spot. That's right, yeah. Now, now she got to tell you to clean your basement up. Oh, no, no. That was just a one time. Now, she cleans. <laughs> oh, you missed that. She cleans. No, she don't tell me to clean my basement. That was just one time where I showed her that I could clean. Okay, but what I'm saying is, if you was always the, the the clean man, clean house, clean this, clean that, from from now she doing all the cleaning and you don't have to because you don't feel like it, then you have changed as well. No, it's not good. No, you 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 ain't got it. So listen, she said so you can help me clean, 
And I said, no, I'm not going to help you clean because no matter what I do, you always find something wrong with it and nitpick it. So the way we have existed for these last three years in this house is the way we're going to continue to exist. You do the cleaning, and I'm not. Okay, no, what I, well, you got you missed what I'm saying. You used to clean your spot every day or before she came over, your spot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, now, when she come in the house, do you clean before she come in the house now? No. Okay, why is that? Because she she can do that. Okay, so you have changed as well. You you didn't you ain't the exactly. same before you got married to her. You used you to clean. And you, right, okay, you. well yeah, I changed, but now I'm sitting up here talking about how we can just say what well, we not gonna do to our wives after we marry. Because you said you can't say that now. Yeah, yeah. That was my point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where I was. But yeah, I changed. Yeah, I changed all the time. I'm probably gonna change tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. And that's so, the transformation that this conversation is about. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And, and and again, I just demonstrated exactly what we're talking about, which is good. It's a transformation outside of your your representative. And I didn't even hit that part yet. But as far as what we present in the beginning, mm. this image that we give of what it's going to be like. That wasn't my representative. No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is it was still an image that she got. And I'm putting it on you because, believe me, there's images on the other side. I'm pretty sure you could talk about some images she gave you that you know. Oh, about. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But oh, there's absolutely. An image, but there's an image, right? And Okay, let me drop this real quick. There's an image that's, that's, that's portrayed during the courtship stage. And the image is so powerful and vivid of promise that it makes you want to transform into a one-woman man. Exactly. That's what right. I said at the beginning, right. You know, and then you get to the point where that image is no longer there. You is just a glimpse of it because that's all you got was a glimpse. But. And now but, you got to transform into something else. Go ahead, go ahead. But by, your, by you having so many options and you not being young and being older, now I'm talking about an older man. Sure. You know that it's going to change. Yeah. And you know the first thing that's gonna go is the second. Every every you know, you old if you after age thirty five you gotta know the first thing that's gonna go is the second. But how do we know that? You got I mean, to know. I mean, There's you no got way. No, it's been told to you from day one before you even walked into the bachelor room. Hey man, you know sex is over. <laughs> and the first thing you say is, It ain't gonna happen to me. CJ knows the sex is over once he says I do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I mean, he ain't buying into it. Oh, it's over, man. It's over. He not buying into it. You know he not buying into it. I know he ain't buying into it. He's trying to man it up. I am not going gently into dark. I'm not. CJ, you kick and scream and break all the nails you want. You going right down that same path we going, man. So, 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 so. Not as much as you want. You gonna still have, but it's not as much as you want. So, so, so. Tell so. you that girl can't wait for a break. Yeah. Catch <laughs> a break. Thank the Lord, I can take a do. I can take it easy. Just in the morning, I can rest. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a horrible sight right there. Right. Man, if I was 19, y'all y'all would change my mind. 
man so, of so, me. So, 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 let me ask a question. I don't want to put you on front street, but you're the only one in that in the category that you and I think on this phone. So yeah. when it comes to the point where all that glitters ain't no more gold, and what, what you're getting now is no longer a reality, what options are you going to exercise? Wow. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe I guess I would have to uh, change my game plan. Um, but uh, see, the difference is is that instead of me asking that afterwards, she asking me. See, I did my homework. <laughs> I did my homework. I'm looking. I was looking for somebody that 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 maybe was even a little more, you know. I agree. Yeah, you know, like um, and, and see, and then we also is is getting to the point where you know it's the change of life type thing, you know, and 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 like I said before, I come from a family of freaks. I mean, you, you know, it's. We stay busy, and she's pretty that way. So it's not like it's going to be a drastic change, but you know there will be a drastic change. It will be a drastic change. I'm not buying it. (laughs) What do you you call a drastic change? We walk through the door, and it's like, okay, this is the way it's going to be. You get A drastic change, brothers, when you get back on this call six months after marriage, it's been like Ike, right? You was right. <laughs> and it might be a subtle, it might be subtle. I'm just telling you, man. You know it, man. But you still didn't answer the question, CJ. T Hawk asked you, what are you going to do it, when when it stops? He don't know. He don't know. We don't know. We don't <laughs> like know. Like I said, I guess we I can't even help him. my game plan. But right, right now, I mean. What do you mean change your game plan? Like a different approach to coming at in the bedroom or. When yeah, I would, I, I, would, I would basically have to maybe uh, um, hydraulic drill, maybe, instead of, <laughs> you know, vertical drill, instead of going straight down to I hit it all, whatever I have to do to get it going. Yeah, okay. you ain't hit that marriage wall, man. That ain't going to work, bro. What if she says, no, I don't feel like it. I got a headache. Can, I'm over. Yeah. What if, no, what if what, she say I need what, to change the scenery? Mm. Which means change scenery. Exactly. <laughs> Vacation. I need to be away. Different setting. I'm tired of giving it up in this house, in this bedroom. And, oh, and we can. I mean, you got to pay that. for it. I ain't got a problem with that. I don't oh. have a problem with that. But to get, to get back to the point, mm. um, if she doesn't feel like it, then I go occupy myself with the things that I have to occupy myself. Because, see, now my game plan is to get her to wonder why I'm not paying her any attention. Oh, so you're going to leave the house? No, no, no. I don't have to leave the house, but most of the time when a woman does that, you're punished for some reason. No, that's not true. Oh, no, not at all. Not she's at all. into you, <laughs> right? When, if she's into you and she comes in hard and you do the right things, you may not get all ten innings, but you might settle for four. No, CJ. She uh, home from work. But you know, man, you delusional. Day, and she is alone. She ain't feeling nothing. 
She complaining about getting up to have to take a shower before she go to bed. She ain't feeling nothing. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me ask this question. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> ask the question, please. So, so, so my question, my question would be, because I'm here on both sides of the of the argument. I know where I stand on it as well. Pretty much with probably every other guy on the phone. But let me play the advocate for a second. Are we saying that there is a deficiency in sex or a lack of sex in every marriage in the world? Oh, yes, definitely. 100 100%. 100%. I don't think it's possible for them to even give us enough. Wow. I don't think it's possible. I don't think my wife could give me all that I wanted. Amen, bro. So I don't think she could. So what you're saying is that there isn't a day that goes by where you aren't like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Please, it ain't a day to go by. You could be, I, we could be just got finished fighting. <laughs> so, but, and if so she, then are we, but are we saying also then, if we say that, we're saying that there are no women in the world who are, who are married who are nymphs. Or who wanted as much as a man wanted or more? Oof. Hey, we had one on the call. Yeah. No, she was just lying. She was lying. She's like I said. She be she was lying, bro. No, she wasn't the okay, okay, but, <laughs> but is that what we're saying? <laughs> From the jump, then I can her her lap, you know. But if if she was if if everything was right with her husband and and things was all good, then I guarantee she wouldn't be complaining. She'd be trying to push him off of him for real. So, so, all of, so knowing this, so knowing this, no one warned you of this previously before you got married. Because see, if sex was so important to you, you would never have got married in the first place. I expected it, CJ, because I had been married once before, so I already knew that. But I'm talking about your very first. When, oh no, my very first no, I thought I was thought I was gonna have a safe your, pay every your day. Your father, your 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 uncles all sat down and say, Look, I'm telling you right now, if you're if if you're racing down the road at a hundred right now, listen once you say I do, you will listen. come to a squeaking halt. I was twenty one, twenty two years old, I wasn't hearing nothing they were saying. I was looking at that behind and that chest and them lips and I didn't care. Hey, look. So every woman is deviant because she gives you all that you can handle and more until she gets you. That's right. Yeah. So that's why I say women lie. So so is that, that is that devious? No, nah, it's not devious. I think it's just human nature. I think it's just how women are, man. Man, read my book, man. It tell you the women is like that. Period. If you if they're like that and it's built up in their DNA to be a certain way. I mean, you can call it devious, you can put a name on it, but all of them the same, just like all, I mean, I'm going to say all men are generally the same. We we first, before a woman even open her mouth, even say anything to us, we checking her outside out, but, you know, first. So that's, that's all it. of us. Like, that's you know, human nature, though. Right, okay, so that's what we talking about. Yeah. That's the predator of a man. I mean, oh, no, that's, that's, that's a woman. If you got eyes, the first thing you're going to see is not the heart. That's it. But so what it do you think like, woman looking at? Yeah, it sounds like that's kind of like a that's what you get type of scenario. Well, that's what you get. You was looking at my booty. You married me for my booty. Now you can't have it. Yeah. 
But mm-hmm. but the woman look at okay, well, do you got a job? Do you still stay with your mama? You know, yeah. what kind of can you can you secure me financially? Can you help me with my bills? Can you pay this and that? And you know, not, and I'm not saying all of them like that, but all of them want security. Wouldn't it be nice that if men, if the woman changed after marriage, that all men would just quit their jobs? Say what? All men, the men would just quit their jobs. I don't know about quitting jobs. You know, but, 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 but just think about it. Just think about it. Think about the point. I know it's not going to really happen, but just think about it. Just think about if a woman was trained up as a girl. You know, if you change after man, you know, the first thing the man going to do is quit his job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just put it in their DNA and their thought process for a second. Wouldn't that wouldn't wouldn't that wouldn't that change how they uh how they program? You know what I'm saying? How they carry out and marriage? Throw the women down south. They trained up. You know, hey, the best thing to a man's heart is his stomach, and they got all these sayings and cliches, and and they actually believe this. You know, I need to show this man I can cook. I need to show this man I can I can sex him. I need to show this man this and that just to get him. And, man, my ex wife from Mississippi. Okay, okay, so, so we oh should blame our forefathers because their thing was a woman belongs in two places, the kitchen and the bedroom. So I, so I, I think I get, again, I think I get everything everyone's saying. I, I think where I'm struggling is I'm struggling with the fact that we're saying all. We're just all. lumping all women, all yeah. men into one category, and this is what yeah. they do. Yeah, Wait, we, we, no, we we lumping them into an all-category baseline. Yeah, we are, and this is a pretty easy baseline because they all lie, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they all uh, cater to the situation, and they all want to get married. They want to have the big, beautiful wedding, and they'll do whatever it takes to have that wedding. That's how they're programmed. So, do but you there's no woman the out there. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, but I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go back to the original question that I had. We think oh, there are no women out there who want sex as much as men. They do, but then when they get married, they don't want sex that much anymore. No, no, I can't believe that. I'm not going to believe that. You don't want to believe it. I know, but the marriage is powerful, man, because they've been sold on the idea of marriage. And then once they're married and they're like, oh, not only do I have the big wedding, but now I have to live with someone for the rest of my life. Well, I never thought about that. The only thing I thought about was a Barbie and Ken wedding. That's all I ever thought about. But you know he he got a point. Some some women, I mean, not all of them are just you know like that. But you got a slim few that would, if they were freaky as kids and they freaky as adults and they just freak 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 all the time and they just coming off the the streets of being freaky and they said, okay, I'm a nympho. I'm not talking. Those are exceptions. You know, we're not talking about the exceptions. We talking about the average. But you know, I'm talking about the exceptions. How many of y'all know some freaky women that's married and ain't giving their husband none? Am I the only? Oh, wait a minute. But there's a, there's a, isn't there a ton of women, and I think Rodney did some statistics on this on one call, isn't there a ton of women who are cheating on their husbands? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Hey, yeah. Help me understand that one then. Exactly. Oh, they got... cheat on their husbands because they're not getting affection at home. That's totally no, no, different. No, 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 no. No, no, they're cheating on their husband having sex. They ain't having no affection. It's... I'm talking about... No, no, no. They're I got that. Oh, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, if a guy is telling them something that their husband is not, then they want to keep that coming. So if if it goes with the territory to have sex with the guy, then they're gonna they're gonna do that because that's what that guy wants because she wants something from him. But it's not that she's cheating because she needs sex. 
she can get that from from home. No, she can't. Oh. See what they, so what home he's said. trying to say is that you know, <laughs> we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that we don't want to know the truth. We don't want to know how many partners you know a, a woman have, or if we were the best. So sometimes women cheat because they just can't take what you've given them. Mm. Exactly. Or not given them. Right. So, so, so here's the question. So you think a dude can, 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 um, uh, wind and dine his wife and, 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 and he got a little penis. Let's say he got a little penis. And he, he winding and dining his wife and she knows he, he ain't, he ain't long, big daddy long stroke with nobody. But he, he is a nice guy and he loves her and he raised some kids right. All of that other stuff. You mean to tell me that woman, since she's not satisfied by by by, by itsy bitsy or whatever, you mean to tell me she knew every day. she is a liar? It, it happens every day. Tell you that she truly loves him, and that doesn't matter. She lied. Look, if this woman is taking on two Lexington steels at the same time <laughs> and marry, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Kitty. Kitty dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, little PP, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Then uh, and now all of a sudden she's talking about she loved this man with all her heart. She missing Lexington Steel, man. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. You can't ever, yeah. you can't ever fill that hole. That's the problem. No. And she lied she, to she Pee Wee Herman, thinking he killing it. Yeah. No, she lying. She been lying. She been lying. <laughs> and, and he ain't got no protection in his house. <laughs> Somebody come in, the, the, the lawnmower man come by and knock that down. Right. <laughs> Do you think a woman could that cold? That, you're talking about a cold-hearted person. Yeah. It ain't cold-hearted. It's human nature. It's human nature. Right. I mean, listen, listen. So, so, so what's the difference then when a woman says, okay, well, you know, right now, and she ain't got to say it, y'all dating, and it's three, four, five times a week, to once a week or once every other week. What's the difference? Huge damn How cold hearted is that? Very cold hearted. Right. You put the ring on that based on them stats. You get and your now the ring stats back. Don't add up no more. <laughs> he said, "Get your ring back and quit your job." <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So there's no difference than the guy that's short. You know what I mean? And she, but he was a quality catch. The only thing he had some shortcomings versus the guy that ain't. That doesn't have a shortcoming, but just ain't getting it the way he promised he was going to be getting it. It's all cold blooded, I think. That's why the that's why the good man always is last. Yeah. So so. But not always. Oh, well, not always, but you know. <laughs> Here's the question: How did the transformation come about from the woman that was all about it? To the woman that you gotta beg for it now. Hmm. We, I know. I'm gonna tell you. Wait, well, let me see my wife at first. I gotta make sure she ain't in the room nowhere. So you should. <laughs> 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 you get put on blast while we record. Hey. <laughs> now that would be embarrassing if she come in and snatch the phone from me. Right. <laughs> what your statement is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, you know, I keep it real. I ain't trying to sugarcoat nothing because it's the only way we can help real people. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. that's right. That's right. My, my, my wife, I did not know she was smoking weed. She used to smoke weed because she, she didn't. She know I, I, due to my job, they ask me certain questions, and that's one of the questions that pop up. 
And then when I told her how my poly went, I didn't know that was the day she stopped smoking weed. So and we were still dating. So we got married, and then her attitude, she wasn't as cool as she was before. And I thought it was because I said, man, this, that's like a light switch. You know, yesterday you were straight. But now you like lately you you just been you just been firing off like a firecracker. What's going on? And then she just finally let me know this one of the things. She's like, Look, man, I used to smoke me some weed when I got home from a rough day. Every time I got mad with these kids, I used to puff some weed, we I was good. I say, Well, you know, it's new to me. I'm like, Where did you get it from? I mean, we got a I, you you know some dope dealers? She's like, No, nah, I got, <laughs> got some nephews, you know. <laughs> I you you know I'm shocked because I'm blown because I ain't used to this kind of thing. Yeah, but, she was blown too. Go ahead. Yeah, she. But you know, it, <laughs> everything, everything was good. You know, and I'm like, man, you need to go back on some weed because we were straight before. You know, and, uh, you tripping a lot. But I wasn't. I wasn't. But but you know, I, I wasn't serious about it. But I was just like, I didn't know that you was the reason why I married you because you were so laid back. You didn't let nothing bother you. You, I mean, man, you was, I mean, we went to church. Everything was normal, but you was just so laid back. And I never, I just say, man, this is a, this is a woman cut out of heaven, built for me. And I, and then now I got a, a, a lie, a, 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 a herb or something crazy. I couldn't believe that. And you didn't, you never thought of the herbal aroma that was going on in the house. You just Man, thought of it. Oh, like the same perfume. She had this perfume that I like, and that's what she smelled like all the time, but I don't know how she got rid of the smell. No, he liked the smell of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that was perfume. Oh, cannabis killer. So, 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 basically, that, that was a secret that was being kept before and during the marriage. For two years, man. Two years, man, we was dating, and, and, and then, you know, when it got closer to our marriage and we stopped having sex because we got closer to Christ, I I thought she was getting closer to Christ, but I didn't think she was still smoking. <laughs> <laughs> she was getting closer was, to Christ, all right. She was, she was getting higher, higher, higher to the occasion. Higher, higher and higher. Was, a song, a gospel song, higher and higher or something. Oh, yeah, she was on it, man. Wow. I, but I didn't know that was her, 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 her. You know her relaxed time, and you know I wouldn't, so I wouldn't know to have that conversation with her. I just knew she was just laid back, like yeah, you, you know, yeah, dude, let's go out here and shoot some pool, yeah, babe, let's go do this, and we were just cool. And I was like, man, this is gonna be a wonderful, wonderful marriage. Wow. <laughs> Let me step over my nephews first. <laughs> I'll be a little late. <laughs> But 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 again but again to her defense. Well, I don't have no defense for. Her. Let me not say to her defense. I but what I'm saying is, at least she gave up something that she enjoyed to be married to you, and it was important. She had to make the transformation. You know to to yeah, but everything transformed. <laughs> yeah, but he but yeah but he transformed too because now his mental, you know now his mental was like oh, that was all. Something right, different. you know, he's a buzzkill. He sounds like a buzzkill. It's yeah. like, oh, so you know, now how? Now I got to learn the real you because I thought the right. real you exactly. was the real you, yeah, but that. now I know that was a representative. 
you know, you was putting on a fake to keep your stress down. And how you really handle stress without that. Right. Well, yeah, well, it's still a transformation that she's got to Because now she's got a transformation to, to somebody that's functioning without the the chemicals. Right. And she, and man, man, she's still cool. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. It just threw me completely off because it was just a diff. It was, it was a it was a night and day difference. But I was like, yo, yo, come. I mean, usually when I, you know, you know, piss you off, you don't go this hard, you know. Yeah, but, man. Take it as a blessing, man. At least you got an excuse and you know what it is. Yeah, that's true. Hey. Don't have a clue why you know why the change happened. Some of us still lost. Still <laughs> asking that question. I wish I could blame it on some weed. <laughs> Go buy some more weed, get her back normal. <laughs> smoke, a, smoke a couple of them and then come back right. <laughs> Open up the secret stash. Um, Stace, all right, you need one of these. Go on, handle your business. So, so, so now that now that we on this on this on this topic, I want to throw something out there. It's, it's it's not a monkey wrench, but it is ten o'clock. Um, and we and we you know we ain't gonna be young forever, and we're not gonna be able to perform. Hey, you get out of here. game forever. Yeah, you unless, get out of here with that. I'm at least kidding. unless we CJ CJ fifty and still moving. Well, well, they, they well, got the blue again, pill. Again. I ain't scared of the blue pill. Nah, no, I ain't going no I'm just going to be a 40-year-old dude banging a 20-year-old woman. I'll be a 40-year-old dude banging a 40-year-old woman. So I'm good. How are we going to make the transformation into erectile dysfunctional stage? Viagra. I ain't scared of the blue pill. Viagra, brothers. <laughs> You're putting yourself through unneeded misery. Viagra. <laughs> well, it sounds like y'all are going to need it because uh, from what the research suggests, they said, you know, use it or lose it. So if you're not using it enough, you know, you better be prepared to get your prescription. No, I don't know about that. Well, I know use it or lose it. Yeah, I have heard that. But, uh, exactly. yeah. I've done the research. Oh, yeah, I, I know you have. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, again, again, use it or lose it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So knowing that use it or lose it, and that is your, that's that's those are your tools. That's your tool. That's your gun. Well, the plan <laughs> is to never have to need Viagra. Yeah. Right. So if you so if you can't shoot your gun on a regular basis because of fear of your shooting privileges to be revoked, wouldn't that make you say I need to explore more options just to get more fire practice? Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in that research that Rodney talking about he did. I mean, <laughs> he did hey, trust me. For trust a man me. to continue to, you know, get it on a more regular basis. That's that's who it was the research was done by. But, and you know, and let, me, let me add that T-Hawk did some research, and it also helps with prostate cancer. But go yeah. ahead. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, T-Hawk? Yeah. Thank you. It does. Release, it does. Release, <laughs> release does that. We did a so, show on that. Exactly. Okay, but that's just saying, that's just, you know, in a marriage, I mean, you know, three times a week or two, three times a week, that's that's suffice. I mean, you can't get, you can't say, hey, look, I need it, you know, five times a week, six times a week, so I won't get prostate cancer, or I want, I, I'm going to erectile function. You can't, you can't. Well, can't, I, can't I mean, why not? Works for you, you. Why not? I mean, why you not? can't. It, it ain't. That's not. That come on now. That <laughs> is. All right. So, so what, is, what would be a minimum? But two times a week. 
Well, to me, it's, it's three, four, five. It's what it's when because I'm I keep my I try to work out, and and I'm that's that's natural and all that other stuff. She works out, and we just got the the hormones are constantly you know moving through us, and you know, and we we still in love, so you know that everything is natural, but not a lot of people you know want to take the time to work out with their wives or you know uh, do what they have to do to keep their bodies naturally. Doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I, I work out with my wife. We do uh, Sean T, and then I do the uh, push-ups and the sit-ups on my own, and uh, to keep it uh, natural, as uh, you say. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a great thing, you know. But right. uh, my wife still don't be feel like having sex sometimes. Uh, it don't disturb. I mean, it, it it we are both eagerly hunger hungering for each other when it's time, you know, or we're equally tired well, from. Doing other stuff, so we we got it. I mean, and I'm I believe it ain't gonna always stay like this. Hello, hello. You mean to tell me your wife, uh, she ain't she ain't denying you like I don't feel like it. Oh no, but it ain't. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm saying now she, she that that does happen. But oh. she asked me on the regular what is normal to me, and I say three, four, and five times. That's on the norm. But and then on that fifth or sixth day, she might say, Hey, look, look, I don't I don't feel like it. But but let's believe that seventh and eighth day, we back in. No, so it's not. It's not. It, I mean, because I can. I I can take it twice a day. I'm straight. But if she say she don't feel like it, it's never going to be a long period of time where it's just like I'm on punishment or something. Okay. Um, I'm still kind of waiting for the answer to the question. What's that? How are we going to transform into that to that point when it happens? Where we got issues. Now, is it going to be the blue pill? Is it a conversation that we're going to have? Are we going to prepare our, our wives for it? Talk to your doctor. He won't stay you wrong. Well, well, what, what's he going to tell you, that it's bound to happen? Well, if, well, it, no. if, if it's going to happen, then why not do more, you know, if you're friends with your wife and y'all best friends and you're talking all the time and you, you, you love each other, period, unconditionally, then if that and whenever that naturally happens, you always fall back on friendship and love. So, because I know some real old people that they don't even have sex anymore. They say, you know, we make love every day. I was like, for real? Because you know, my they lying. Natu- they lying. They lying. Listen, listen. My natural thinking tells me that they that what we talking about is physical sexual intercourse. Sure. And the old man explained to me. He said, no, we make love every day. We take walk making love. We we talking, we making love. I rub her feet. She cracked my back, and Crazy. that's love making. And they they Crazy. have accepted to themselves that, and they in their eighties, but they have accepted to themselves that making love is being friends. They call it something. <laughs> we call yeah. it boning. Yeah, that, they that, not boning. They 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 they, they not making working. love. He said when everything stopped working. It, equal, it equally satisfies your emotion by being being loving to your mate, and and everything is is okay. And I was uh, like, come on, man. <laughs> he in his eighties, nothing's working no more. Viagra ain't working. Nothing. It's gonna come a time when nothing works. And yeah, you can get a surgical split putting that bad boy. I don't know about and all that. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I've already done the research. The hell with that, man. So you, so so so. What oh you damn, saying, what huh? you're saying, like, is you being proactive? Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I'm working. Hmm. 
Okay. So yeah. when you 89, 90 years old, right, do you think you still going to be as flexible in this? As I, don't I don't need think, to be flexible. I All think, I need to do is just lay there. I don't think you care at 90 <laughs> anymore. At 90, you don't care. Yeah, I don't think that. you'll care at 90. You don't care about that. The I point when at 70, about. you may not even care. You'd be like, man, I done had enough. Yeah. Leave me alone. Um, one of the chatters said, keep the blue pills on tap. Yes, sir. Or the yellow pill. But now, but now, but now, I hear you, and that's great. But the way we was talking to CJ a little while ago about how the change is going to be made, aren't we going to be like Chris Rock in that movie? What, I think I love my wife? You took that blue pill, and now you stuck with it? Cause she Man, he was not people. getting any at all, though. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey. See, Rodney, Rodney, I meant to go to your house on Father's Day, before Father's Day, and just go and give you one of them blue pills. So when you get your Father's Day gift, you can just go on and get gangsta on, and she don't even know what happened. You can just be like, you know what, 17-year-old Rodney right here, you ain't even know it was coming. Next year, next year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind a couple of days off because even your ace pitcher needs a couple of days off. And, <laughs> you know, but when they talking that birthday and Christmas, then you create the pride. Now, but what I'm saying is, you know, you got that one day where you can predict where you just know you're going to get it, and then, you know, you just sneak and take a blue pill, and she don't know it, and then you, you just, you know, you killing it. I mean, you know, you you three you three endings into it. You know what I'm saying? Well, Ike, you, you, you a grown man. We grown men. We ain't got to sneak and take a blue pill. Why we got to sneak and take it? Be like, look, <laughs> you want to just, you want to just, pill. oh, yeah. 8 o'clock, it'll kick in. We need to be ready by 8 o'clock. Nah, like sometimes you want to destroy it, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to sneak because my wife don't want me to take it. She get mad. Because, you know, if I take it, man, she can tell because I'm going all night. It's like I'm 18. <laughs> I'm working it, you know, because usually, you know, now, I'm almost 40, you know, now after the first one, you know, it takes me a little, you know, I need a little pregame before I can get back into the game again. But you take that blue field, it's all, man, it's good. All, man, you ride with you. Your boy is right there with you, man, I'm telling you. You can put it on her. I'm telling you, put it on her. I'm talking about <laughs> just for two days straight. Like she don't, she don't even want to blink. But that's your, but that's your, that's your intentions. But if she don't feel like it, then you stuck like Chris Rock. Oh no! See, that's why you got to make sure it's one of them days where you know you gonna get it, like Father's Day. Oh, okay. You got, you got. I'm saying that's my whole point. So you flip the script on her. She think it's gonna be the same, you know, regular wham bam. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. That's it. Like, nah, I snuck to one of them pills. So, nah, I'm killing this. I'm, I'm look, hey, hey, I hope my man ain't on the call, but uh, uh, he, he, uh, his Father's Day was it was Father's Day was Sunday, so so he took one of these pills, right? And his granddaughter was, I mean, his yeah, his grandson was born Saturday night. So he thought that, you know, uh, everything was good. So he took the blue pill. He got up you know, Sunday. He preached. And then he thought he was going home to smash. And his wife stayed at the hospital all day Sunday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, 
He's like, oh, I'm going to roll into Monday. Monday, she went back to the – he took off work Monday, right? He oh. Was, <laughs> I put a picked his daughter and his grandson up, came back home. He's like, babe. <laughs> and That's she was terrible. She started. Oh, we went over there yesterday. I said, yo, I came over there to see the grandbaby. And he and he was anxious. I said, yo, what's wrong with you? He said, man, I took this Viagra, man. I'm waiting on her to get ready. And she ain't even ready yet. And I told her I was going <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's Ike, dope. Ike, you said something profound. I don't even think you said it. I don't even think you know you said it. And I'm going to take it back. Cause those who just came in, the topic tonight is transformation. One word topic. You said... Correct me if I'm wrong. It's Father's Day, so you're probably going to get some. That tells me, thinking that way, we have to transform into thinking that certain things only happen on holidays. Uh-oh. On special days. Where are you going? We were, Where we are you were going? brainwashed. We were transformed. We had to transform ourselves into a person that when we were single, it, every day was a holiday. Or every week was a holiday, it was Father's Day, birthday. Every well, night. Well, I posted every something that. Until now you got limitations. I, I posted something about Father's Day on Facebook. Sure. Uh, I said, you know, to all the women who did their little Father's Day gift and, and lied to themselves thinking they put it down, you know, uh, you know, applaud for your mediocre effort. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know Father's Day was on that list. With birthdays and... Oh yeah, Father's Day is on the list. That's that's known. That day, mm-hmm. hey, T Hawk, you ain't know Father's Day was on the list. I didn't know Father's Day was. on Oh, T Hawk, don't say that, man. We got problems. Yeah, I know. I didn't. <laughs> Birthdays and Christmas. No, T Hawk, Father's Day too, man. Father's Day, okay. Wow. Wow, ain't nobody else saying nothing. No, I don't hear nobody else. Saying, yeah, it was a good Father's Day. Yes, sir. Father's Day is is on that list, man. We don't get that many. Might well keep that in the rotation. But, but look, but again, but again, see, that's the point I'm trying to make here. That's the point I'm trying to drive home. Okay, at some point, we had to transform into that guy that says, I think that it's my birthday coming up, so I'm going to give me some oil sex. Okay, what's wrong with that? What do you mean? What do you mean what's wrong with that? There's so much wrong with that. There's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, I should be getting oil sex on the regular. There's a lot wrong Amen. with that. On okay, the on the regular, but you, you should especially hit it on those those Father's Day, birthdays, and all that other stuff. But, I mean, what did you, this is not, I did my homework. I need, you know, can I get my treat? We're grown now. Wait a minute. Just because it's Friday. Once you catch the Just fish, it's Friday. A, once you bring the fish out of the water, and it's on the hook, and you bring the fish out of the water, does the fish keep squirming, or does oh, yeah. it just sit there calm? He's squirming. Until, until you throw him on ice. And then once you throw him on ice, he's done. Okay. And that's, that's what your woman is. When, once you you hook her and you say, I do, and you get her, it done. Come on. Is done. Come on, man. She's it married. Completely now. Come on, man. She I know everybody on here like. that. At least once a week. Oh, you talking about uh, the the uh, head doctor? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody <laughs> hollering at him at least once, twice a week. You say no, once a week. Okay. <laughs> oh hell no! Ain't nobody getting no. Not once a week. Not once no. A week. Not in the marriage. Not I in don't the marriage. Not in the marriage, man. I, no, they ain't no man to get the head doctor once a week. Oh man, y'all. Yeah, I don't believe that. 
Somebody lying. Hey, I ain't. You want? You want? You want? I ain't gonna get my wife on the phone. No, 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 God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is getting dangerous. This is getting dangerous real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is getting dangerous. But, but, but it it has to be. It's two way street. It can't be one way. You know. You say you get it once a week. Dude, I ain't trying yet. I'm gonna tell you. It has to be reciprocated. All the time. Now, it, you can't be, I owe you one. You can't be, it, it, it's, it's got to be equal. I don't think guys, I don't think guys might, don't mind going scuba diving. No, no, definitely don't. We we, we like seeing face-to-face with, I'm you know. Stole, man. I'm looking for stuff. Okay, if, and, and sometimes you got to go, you got to go, you got to, she got to owe you after you do three deep. You know, you got to go in three times before you get your one. But it should be reciprocated. It should be, dang, you know, you 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 went out on me three times. I ain't went. Out. Let me. I feel I'm gonna give you, you know, just because you doing me right and you making me feel so right. I'm gonna do you up, and, and that's the way it is most of the time. With, I mean, that's that's how I get my once a week. It, it'd be like three to four to one. You ain't even on my. That. You ain't even on my planet. Okay, well that's good. I mean, you, uh, man. They ain't a book you right there can I have a curveball. Okay. Now we talked about everything as far as us. Do you think that your wife thinks like this? If I don't give it to him the way he wants to, the first thing he's gonna do is go out and cheat on me. No, 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 no. I don't think that. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's put down that we are dogs. We will cheat no matter who it is, where is that? We didn't say that. Who said there. that? No, no, this is what women say. Women yeah, them some single like women we, out there never be married saying that. That, that <laughs> Like, we can't control ourselves. The first woman that, that opens her mouth or her legs and we're right there, we can't be trusted. So if that's the case, then if you're withholding on your husband, shouldn't you be afraid that uh, the girl at the office or down the street might... Fill his prescription. You talking? You talking? Scorn women, and you talking that women that 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 mess around and think they gonna get Mister Right at the club. You're not talking. No, no, no. About- what I'm saying. No, no. I'm saying that that at any time you don't think your wife thinks that. No, she don't think. I don't think she thinks that. Okay, so basically she's saying that I got him because I'll not give him anything and he won't do a thing. No. We're the only ones. We're the only ones that have to deal with threats. TJ, what kind of women are you dealing with, man? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we are the only ones that have to deal with with threats. Okay, sure. a woman will threaten to leave us. She'll threaten to divorce she... us. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! All, all to make us change what we're doing. No, that's not true. It's not true? No, that's not true. You so, talk- you, so you're telling me if you lost your job and you haven't uh, uh, got a job in in a month now and she doesn't come to you and say, look, um, you know, why haven't you uh, gotten a job yet? To me, it doesn't look like See, and, and Here we go. We women, women, align if, with if the women. If you don't get a job by next month, I'm leaving you. Dude, when you're, you're married, 
Okay, TJ, let's 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 call a timeout. When you're married, I lost my job, and and I make I make I make pretty decent cheese, and I lost it, and my wife's like, and I, and I was out of work for three months, and that's where I was writing the book, and God had to do something some things to me, but she was like supporting that the a whole hundred and fifty, and she was like, hey, uh, you gonna it's gonna come it's gonna be fun. She was encouraging me. To stay, you know, to stay up. So, but I know of guys so it's, who it's had to deal with statement. that. I it's, know guys who had to deal with that. Well, what kind of woman they had? You know, if they if they but, they want a money, it's, it's the how same do you know? question of what kind of woman you have who will set you up before you get married, and then afterwards mm. put you put on freeze. Put yeah, he got a good point. So then the question is, what kind of woman you got? He got a he got if a. She point. would do that. Wait a minute! I don't understand where you getting these women from, CJ. <laughs> Maybe we don't shop at the same store or something. I mean, I know it's something out there, but they look like hey, hey, Darren, Darren, now you know they exist. You know. Yeah, but they. they it, it, I mean, but what kind of man are we to get a woman like that? Yeah, but if, if you saying right, if you saying that when we looking at a woman to marry, the first thing we looking at is the booty. We want right. to make, we want to see, you know what I'm saying that just how that thing works. We want to make sure that it's live, not memorable, right? Right. They got they got their intentions too. Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, this guy's uh, making this kind of cash. I see what kind of car he drives. I see what kind of watch. I see the kind of shoes. I see what he shops. I already know he he you know he about making money. Yeah, this is the person that I need to be married to. Right. And then all that. Something happened, and then all that gold turns to rust. She might be like, "Nah, dude, this is not why I married you. I didn't marry you, you know, because you a quitter. I married you because you was a go getter, and now you ain't that person. So I'm out. If you ain't this stuff together, I'm out of here." Okay, but when 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 that when you got that kind of woman, it's other things that you see. I say like y'all. Anybody look at the brass? I'm kind of forced to when I'm when I'm trying to get me get me get me a head game going. But I look at these dumb shows with my wife, the Braxtons, and I see this chick called Tamar on there, right? Yeah. It's all about her now. You you know that that's the type of woman that's gonna that's gonna bail when the money stops. So he but he's choosing to be with that type of woman, and he should be uh oh he shouldn't be thinking uh oh if I lose my job she gonna leave me. I don't think that way. I don't think if my if I drop my my job or something happens, well, my, my wife is not the point of what you think. If 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 the statement earlier was made that women lie, right? Yeah. Do you think she's going to tell you the truth? If you don't peep her out from experience, you think she's going to come clean and say to you, "Okay, I'm gonna marry you, but if you lose this job, I'm not on you." <laughs> you know. Uh, you better keep a job, and you better keep my head done, and da da da. Never been I'm in gone. that situation. If I hadn't have been in that situation, I I would probably say, you know, you might be right. But I was in a situation where I lost my job, man, and and well, she see, was. I'm she not was saying hurting. you. It's I'm not saying you. It's the not other you. nine guys. You got a good. I'm one. saying the other nine guys. <laughs> I'm out of ten. Okay, but let's let's take Ike wife, T Hawk wife, P Town wife, uh, Turner, uh, uh, Rodney's wife. And and they they can you can ask those guys the same question and I guarantee those guys since they're like they are they don't have a wife like that I just really I can't accept to believe that they have Wait, a wife you you're also not including 
if this woman is a woman of God before you married her or after you married her. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you. A woman who you. will say, who will say, all right, you know how they say you met her in the club? Man, I can tell you this. You, I met you know, P- Hey, hey, I met P-Town wife today. If P-Town hurts back, God forbid, or anything happened to him, but why that man is recuperating or recovering, and if it takes six months, his wife is going to pull the load. Okay? Yes, so she's one out of billions. That's two. Wait a minute. I ain't finished. One out of billions. Okay. Well, ask Ike. Ask T-Hawk. I mean... Hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not disputing what you're saying, Dan, Darren. I'm not, I'm not. And again, we on this phone may not be good people to ask that question to. But I know there's some brothers out there that sitting home without a job and without a wife. Something went wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's the reality shows on right now. Yeah, something went wrong. They thought they married a winner, and it was with conditions that they didn't know about. You know, but then again, it's self-inflicted. You know, you just can't get lazy when you marry a star. You got, if she's a star, and you know she is, you know she fly. You know what I mean? You know where, again, you know what she likes. But don't you see those signals? Don't you see those red flags when we you're dating care. or when we, you're in the first? Yeah, but his nose wide open. His nose wide open. open. Well, my first marriage, there was red flags. There was people telling me I didn't care. There was nothing nobody could tell me. Yep. There was nothing nobody could tell me because I was thinking about all the sex I was going to have once we was married. At first, you saw, you you know the red flags because everybody was telling you. If it's obvious to everybody that there's red flags or something's wrong with this woman, yeah, it's obvious, then you know there's something wrong with her. Yeah, yeah but they ain't stopping me from like there. When a man loves a woman, that song was written out of reality. Hmm. You can't I'm say nothing to that man, and you did not say nothing about his woman. Uh, I, I want to change gears, if I could, for this transformation piece. I'm going to throw this question out there, because I think there's a few of us on this call that this applies to, and there's a few that it doesn't, but you may be able to add a little insight to it. Well, I know it don't apply to me. <laughs> you know it doesn't? I know it. How you doing, Mike? You want to bet a little something on it? Because I'm Ike. Oh, okay. Ike, you, right. Ike, you want to bet a little something on it? What you want to bet? When we go out, when we go hang out, yeah, we're going to bet the first round. All right, bet. It, it don't apply to, well, hold on, yeah. No. It's a sucker bet, and you just took it. I, well, damn. All right, go ahead. It. Okay. When do you transform from a biological parent to a step parent. Ooh. Ask that question again. I have when, at it, brother. When do you transform from a biological parent to a step parent? Well, that don't apply to me. You lost a bit, T Hawk. Okay. I don't understand what you, what that question means. I understand what he means. Well, well explain it, right? Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Because and we did a we did a show many moons ago about eliminating the steps in parenting. Okay. And All what right. it is is that you know you don't treat the like you you are the parent. And what the host is asking is that when do you transform? Like when does it happen where you start treating the 
the children. You know, the, the, the stepchildren, you know, the children like that you acquire by marriage as the biological children. Because When do you start? Yes. Call them yours. It's, uh, this is not my stepdaughter. This is my child. It right. doesn't happen on day one. Yeah. Well, that applies one. to me then. It, it it doesn't happen day one. I mean, well, I mean, the, 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 the question, he said, when do you stop referring to her as a stepdaughter and now it's your daughter? For me, it was from day one. Well, yeah, me too. It was day one. Well, let me not I say. Never, I never called her my stepdaughter. Well, let me not say refer. Let's not say that. But when does it click in? That it's no longer a stepchild; that that's your child. The well, step for me, it was, it yeah, was the moment I, I, I got. Do. It was the moment I got married. Yeah, same for me. Because that was that was part of me understanding what my responsibility was. Now, as far as her, um, you know, it's a different process that that you have to develop before you know you don't just jump in and go you know 100 miles an hour. You know, you have got to develop a trust and a love from that child before you can yeah. truly parent them. Yeah, but don't you do that during the courting stage? I mean, I mean, don't you start no, after you, a certain don't. point after you, cannot, you get the mom? No, you you cannot truly until 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 the ring is on the finger and you're married. Um, you cannot parent that child. Wait a minute. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Wait now, uh, you, you, we. I'm not talking we about talk. from a legal. I'm not talking about from a, a legal standpoint. But go ahead, Darren. No, I'm not talking about legal either. I'm talking about the the child, and and I'll tell you. Well, let me put it. You know, and I've been in this situation more than once. Um, you know, until until you know you're married to their to their mom, um, you know, you're another boyfriend. <laughs> And, I, don't, I don't know about that one. Yeah, you, you're another boyfriend, and and you, you, they they really want their parents to get back together. That's really what's in their mm. heart. Okay, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until it actually wasn't until I got engaged to my to my wife that my daughter really you know dealt with the fact that her mom and dad weren't going to get back together mm. because a young child. I mean, you know, they may not say it, but that's really what they want. You know, my daughter told my my wife. She said, you know, when, when my wife and go, her go out and get their hair done, uh, they was like, "Oh, is that your daughter? She's so precious." And my 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 wife was like, "Oh yeah, I got four, and and this is her stepmom." My 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 wife sees my kids as her children, but right. my children don't see my wife as their mother. And matter of fact, my daughter got offended because she said, "You just like you just trying to exclude mom when you." You know, when you say that, so I would feel more comfortable if you tell people when they see us together that you are my stepmom. And my daughter's 15, so she she in a spot where she understands what she's saying. My son as well, he'll be 18 next month. But they, the children have to feel comfortable, and it has to be a two-way street. And even though I, I see my wife's children as my children, they don't see me as jack to them. But so I have to be the big, bitter and better, uh, bigger and better parent or person to say you're my child, no matter how you see me. Now, if I was there, now she was there to raise my children. I wasn't there to be a part of her children's raising because they was pretty much practically grown when I got in her life. 
but children that that are growing into it, that mom of their biological mother is always going to remind those children that you should treat that mother over there as a step parent and don't put her on my level. So you're going to always have conflict with that. Well, oh. no, not no, you won't. Um because I know in my situation, you know, I my children are my stepchildren. Um I refer uh, I, go ahead. What? Are they father in their life? Yeah, absolutely. All th- all three of them had their fathers in their lives. Except for one. I'm sorry. Two out of three had their fathers in their life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've talked to the fathers and uh, told them where I came from. You know, this was uh, before me and my wife got married. So the fathers know what I'm about, know what the fathers are about. And I'm not trying to take the place of their father. I'm not trying to do that. They they have their dad, but I do refer to them as my children. I don't make it an effort to say, okay, well, this is my stepchild. Do they say this is my stepdad? They say this is my dad. Um, it depends. It depends. Uh, I leave that up to them. I don't get offended either way. But most times, 99% of the time, they refer to me as their dad. Okay. Yeah, if we're out at some event or something, you know, at a soccer practice, they just say, okay, that's my dad. Go ahead. This is, uh, and, and I'm in that same situation. Oh. And my daughter, I got married, uh, matter of fact, that today is my uh, anniversary, um, when my daughter was 13. My stepdaughter was 13. And um, she was daddy's baby girl. You know, and you know, that's a different, you know, it's, it's not like he wasn't in her life or anything like that. She's always going to have a daddy. And I let her know. I'm not trying to be your daddy. I'm not trying to take your daddy's place, but I will be your father, and I won't raise you as a stepchild. I'll raise you as my own. And that was a process, okay? But when she introduces her mother and I, she introduces us as her parents, okay? These are my parents, all right? Yeah, that's my daddy, but these are my parents. These are the ones that raised me. You know what, Andrew? You know? It's more of a thing. I think it's a stronger bond and a connection with the kids, with their mom, than their dad. Uh, and that, that, that may be right. Um, you know, I'm, I, I can only tell you from my perspective. And 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 I don't take offense when, you know, if, if she says this is my stepdad. Because to me, a stepdad has stepped in in the place where the father has dropped the ball. What about a step down okay. from the original position? It's it's not a step down, you know. A lot of times, and and I what I told my daughter was, if you needed a daddy, I would be that. But you have a daddy, mm. okay. Mm. But I will be your father, and I won't treat you any different than my blood children. But the and worst. It takes a long time for a child to grasp that, and some never do. I've been blessed to be in a situation um, that that she has. Um, now you know she knows her daddy, and and that and and she's still daddy's baby girl, but she also respects, um, you know my position and where I came in, and it's not offensive to me if she said this is my stepdad and this is my dad, okay? Because it's not meant in an offensive way from. But you gotta understand when you come in and say uh, the 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 word step, it doesn't mean a step in kid or a step in parent. It means what what the, what the world made it mean. It means a step down from the original position. So, you know, a lot so that, of times require a certain, or it's it's it has a certain treatment that comes with that. 
And, that, See, and I don't take I don't I don't take it that way. You don't have to. I'm talking about from the, the from the child to the parent. They're not going to treat you like the original. It's just not going to happen. Well, first of all, anybody tells you that they don't that they feel exactly the same to their blood children to their stepchildren are telling you something that's not true. You cannot recreate that bond. Right, it's and that's different. different. It's 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 not that it's it's worse or better. It's different. Sure. Okay, and uh, you know, and like I said, you know, one one of the challenges, and 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 it's funny because um, my daughter was was talking to my wife, and she said, you know, well, I've been thinking that she she's not engaged or anything like this, but she she's saying, you know, I'm thinking about when I get married, and she said, I want to honor the two men in my life, and I want them both to walk me down the aisle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awkward. Well, you know, it is what it is. Mm. You know, and and you know, and that's one of the things when we when we make the decisions that we're you know we're no longer going to stay married, it causes challenges for the children. Wow. You know, wow. But, good words. Um, good words. But you know, so she, she, go ahead. you had to get Yo. to you had to get to a point where. That that wasn't just given to you, correct? No. You kind of had to earn that. No, you have to earn that. You know, and I would be absolutely fine if she didn't feel that way. I've never even said anything to her. But she was talking to her mother without me even being there. You know what I mean? And and she understands. As a matter of fact, um, a couple of years ago she wrote us um, – a um an anniversary card and she said, you know, um, you know, thank you for, for, for sending me showing me example and when I get married I want to have a, a marriage like you guys have. I just feel like it's different. I mean, if a dad is not they're not put on the same level as a mom. I mean, in a child's eyes, they're not put on the same level. If I'm their biological dad and they have a biological mom, if they was to get another uh, if her, if their mom was to get another husband, it would be easier for them to consider that man as this is my dad. It can de- it can just easily slide out of their mouth. But reverse the roles, put those children in a house where a new mom is at. It is not so easy. It's not it's not the transformation. It's not going to be as easy as that dad was. Because first of all, men don't get all into their feelings like, why are you calling that dude daddy? We don't get all into that like like women do. Women have been untold a, a little girl or a little kid or their own child. I, your, your behind came out of my butt. My butt split for you, and you don't call no other mama mama but me. See, you, 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 and 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 the father won't get into all of that. We ain't gonna be beefing with the stepdad, or we ain't gonna be beefing with the with the ex wife's new husband. We ain't gonna be beefing like that. We trying to make it as smooth as possible because we understand that the child is gonna go through some things that we don't really want them to go through. And number two, we ain't really there. Even if we are there, we're not there all the time like that other dude is. So we know how to give a, a big up, thumbs up, or we can we can probably even go out and have a couple of drinks with the dude. But women can't do that. And since a woman can't do that with another woman, especially another woman that her kids is calling mom, oh, man, it's going to be a problem, bruh. I mean, them kids is not going to see that other woman 
as their mother. Never. Man. Never. Not unless they until they get grown, but they'll never see their moms the same as they see their dad. They never do never will. This phone call is so interesting because, see, I don't handle kids yet. And all I'm thinking of is I need to stay married for show. Because if, <laughs> if I had some dude like, hey, Martis, uh, this is Roy, you know, Roy and I, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm throwing a sucker punch, dude. I'll just take the jail sentence. Uh, I just have to let you, I, could, I couldn't do it, man. I, I just, I can't, I can't see it. Like, I'm gonna be calling her up, like put a, put a camera in your room, put some cameras around the, the, the base of the living room. I need to see what this dude is doing. I, I just, oh, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the only one. It's but, terrifying, man. I mean, it can be, it can uh, be terrifying, brother. It is what it is, because you just don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 like I might just have to show up outside of his work, man. You know, just you know, say, hey, what's up, bro? Cool, man. Just making sure you're still employed in the world. Good. Yeah. All right, later. And, and, and Mortis, Ooh. don't talk about don't talk about the discipline piece. Somebody uh, disciplining nah, your kids. Nah. Yeah, see, yeah. To a dad again. To a dad, if another man, if his kid, like when my when my ex got a new man or whatever, and she was living with him. And my kids went to spend the summer down there, and he put my daughter on punishment. She called me to think that I was going to come down there and beat him up. So I said, look, and, and, and now now on the other and now when I called a dude, I said, hey, man, um, my daughter called me and, and said y'all was having some problems, some issues. She was on punishment. He said, yo, man, yeah, this is what it was. I got her on punishment because da 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 you know, I don't know, but you know, I don't know about you, what you think about me spanking your daughter. So I didn't spank her. Uh-huh. I put her on punishment. And well, I'm not saying I agree with anything he said, but we had a conversation. Now, on the other hand, when my kids live with me and my wife, and and my my daughter got got popped on the leg or on the butt by my wife because she didn't do what she was supposed to do, and my my kid called my my her mom. And her mom called up, don't you ever bop, 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 B-I-T-C-H, you mother freak, you know, all of the names. And and the difference was I was able to talk to that man because men know we don't play with each other. I'm going to either come at you and I'm going to kill you or I'm going to talk some sense and we're going to talk like reg- regular men. Women, it doesn't matter if you do something to their child, if they think it's in a threatening situation, they're going to retaliate on another woman because they already don't like her, especially if you got custody of their child and you're raising them by your hand. Oh, it's going to be a problem. So it's it's an obvious night and day difference between a, a stepmom and a stepdad and how that original parent or the, the biological parent treats that other uh, person. Yeah. That's interesting. But you got a point, brother. I can't I can't disagree at all, especially when it comes to the, to the discipline piece. And you got some kids that need to be disciplined by whatever. The whole village needs to discipline that one kid. I get it. But, again, um, a chatter did, did say that, you know, that, that women do find it difficult for another woman to call their, you know, for the kid to call their, another woman mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. I mean, we almost got to find this last time we was in Georgia. My my ex wife about to, her and my wife about to jump on each other because of 
some drama, man. I mean, and it was all because of, of, of the children, you know. You don't tell my, you don't make my kids call you mama because they down there trying to be like, which they making it. They don't know what to say, but they they didn't tell her that, yeah, we call her mom because she's there, she's doing this, she, she's feeding us every day, she's showing us heat. We got straight A's because of this woman. They ain't telling her all that. Yeah. They just she just overheard my son talking to my wife and and he called yeah mom um this da 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 when he hung up the phone she called back why are you why are you making my son calling you mom I told you be not to tell my kids to call I mean drama 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 yeah but that's that's just unresolved anger looking for the first exactly the first right. people to pop out of bam. Yeah, yeah. You know. It didn't help that I was on TV and I was talking. I was giving this woman kudos, and, and, and she and not her. That don't matter. Yeah, no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, so so is it is it is it is it okay? Is it cool to tell your to demand of your stepchildren to call you mom or dad? No, no, that's not cool. It needs to be naturally, like uh, Andrew said, it needs to be a natural earned position and the right and treating them them kids right and they need to and that's why they start calling her mom it was a natural thing they asked her can we start calling you mom because and they gave her an, a solid reason and she said yes but i can't have you switching back and forth calling me miss so-and-so when you get mad at me and then go back to calling me mom when everything is cool so you better make sure you want to call me mom because you will be calling me this from now on so they took another week and they said, you know what, we want to call you mom from now on. It would, everything was cool until they mom, they they they, they biological mom heard them calling yeah. her mom, and it was chaos from there. Because that's control, bro. You know, that's control. That's the last bit of uh, exclusivity that yeah. you would have. You know, it's like I'm just gonna take it, take it from you. And then, mm-hmm. and it's worse if the child gives it away, you know. So you go, you, yeah, you, you just going to say it for us. You must have forced my child. My baby ain't calling nobody no mama. You, I'm coming in and shooting your kneecaps. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mr. Host? Yes, sir. I want to drop a monkey wrench. Please do. Please do. I need to get, like, a song, like some kind of little uh, theme song. song for the monkey wrench. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Host. <laughs> now, I want to, I, I've been listening a lot uh, this evening, but I want to talk about my one-year-old son. And okay. he was a lot like uh, like you guys at his age, um, but he's a, he's a taker. And what I mean by that is that he's uh, self-centered. You know, he he wants to be held. He wants to be fed. He wants somebody to change his diaper. He wants somebody to to take care of him. The focus is him. And we do it lovingly. And we're all like that, you know. At at uh, we're all born self-centered, selfish, self-absorbed. And why I say that is because the the question I want to ask is that. Does marriage require us to transform? And what I mean by that is that if you look at uh, caterpillars, uh, caterpillars have to undergo a metamorphosis to change into a butterfly or a moth. Yeah. And, you know, in marriage, you know, when we walk, we, we, we kind of, 
And I, some of y'all will get this tomorrow. Some of y'all will get it next week. But when you walk down the aisle, you're a caterpillar. But once you say, I do, you have to make the decision, whether it be with the stepchildren, as you just talked about, or whatever. You have to make the decision that whatever the issue, are you going to be a butterfly or a moth? Now, butterflies are beautiful things. Moths are kind of ugly. You know, they, they can be beautiful to some people, but I prefer looking at a butterfly than a moth. And all caterpillars are designed to become a butterfly or a moth at some point. They will not stay caterpillars unless, back to my one-year-old son, if he finds one, he's going to squash it. Yeah, unless you step on it. Exactly. He's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. But if the caterpillar lives through his metamorphic state, it's going to become. It, I mean, it's it's going to become a butterfly or a moth. So we have to look at you know, in, in as we're, in regards to marriage, what we're talking about is transformation in marriage. The question is, doesn't marriage require us to transform in some way? Yeah, unless you step on it. Unless <laughs> 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 you crush it in the first year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But what I'm yeah, saying is that butterflies are beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. You know, marriage, when done right, like my marriage, like all of you guys, you know, we, we have our issues. I mean, let's be real. But at the same time, you know, it's a it's a great thing. You know, we don't regret, you know, I, I, let's hope, you know, we don't regret, you know, who our wives are today. Now, some of you have been married multiple times, and you might, you know, look at that as a learning experience, or maybe it was a regret. regret. I mean, but... We, you know, the 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 lovely ladies that we're married to today is, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's it's you know it's, it's it's you look at it and it's a beautiful thing, and and it's no regrets with the decision you made. And like I think y'all, y'all talked about earlier, is that some some transformation in your marriage was 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 willing. You know, you didn't have to. You know, be coaxed to to do this or to not hang out with the boys or, or whatever the case may be. You know, some transformation you know was was a good thing. And others, you know, it was kind of like, hey, you know, what, what did I sign up for here? You know what, man? This this metamorphosis uh, analogy using, I'm yeah. gonna say this. It actually it's a lot longer period, right? Than what I think you're you're displaying because. Yo, know, that change, so to speak, if you, if you want to use that analogy, that that can be the next 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, that so-called butterfly, you know, beautiful finish stage. I mean, you you might be doing the, you know, the ruffled tuxedo high pants dance, man, before you get to that stage where you can look back <laughs> and say, wow, you know, yeah, man, you know, you you, you might be talking with your teeth rattling. You know, it, it takes some time, man. Like, even now, I, I can just sit and think of, um, you know, where I came from just in the last, you know, I'm, I'm a shade under eight years and then two months. And I probably told y'all before, like, I had no designs on getting married. None. My plan was to be single and have dinner dates. That was the plan. And I don't know what happened, man. I don't know what happened. Like, to this day, I don't know what happened between, hey, I don't even remember asking her to marry me. I don't remember, man. I just don't remember. It's just killing me. 
It just happened. I'm happy for it. Uh-oh. He was good. Hold on. Fine. Like now, I'm just starting to feel the the change. You know, I, I can't say we in butterfly status, but we are definitely were changing. We we are definitely changing, and um, you know, it takes some time, man. You know, it takes some time for you to go through that process, and and I fear that in this day, this age, every generation talks about. The the one that's coming up behind them is being the worst. Every you know, parents say that about us. You know, their parents talk about them. Oh yeah, just horrible generation. But now the attention span is so universally brief. Yeah, mm. it's not just conversation. It's my electronics, all my devices. Everything is multitask. Everything is so built on I need to see the result now that when you permeate a people with everything being now, you can't appreciate metamorphosis. That becomes mm. that becomes a a term that you just you just can't appreciate. You know, you start putting uh, substitutions in just regularly. You know, you can't appreciate home-cooked meals. You like it. You like the taste of it. And when you go down to Grandma and Big Mama's and then Thanksgiving, you love the taste of it. But you can't appreciate the process of, of making it versus going down to Boston Market or heading off to Sam's Club and just throwing something together in the microwave for six minutes. Mm-hmm. And that that comes your mental approach to everything. So I'm I'm fearful, man, for people who are, you know, just now – saying, hey, I want to try some marriage stuff. But it's better work in nine days because the first time you get on my nerves, we're going to call it first time love, fight. Second time, I'm ready to leave. Wow. <laughs> it works. That's crazy. <laughs> but that is insane what he just said, if you think about it. Because if we want everything now, I mean, we talk about the video we shot was two hours long. People give us two minutes. Two. <laughs> two minutes. Yep, I give you two minutes. Yep. I give you 30 seconds. Yep, there you to go. pique my interest. If you haven't piqued my interest in 30 seconds, just like a movie, somebody better get killed in the first, in the, while the credits are <laughs> going up, somebody better get killed for the people to stay and watch the rest of the movie, especially if it's in your house. You're watching it on TV. So just imagine with this right now society and marriage is concerned, and we wonder yeah. why they ain't working, because yeah. people don't have time to wait it out. Marriage is a marinade. They're like metamorphosis. What? Nah, dude. That's worth got, too long. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to work in the morning. This thing got to work. <laughs> yeah. Dang. What's going on with Pete Towns? I don't, you know, I, Rodney. That's a that's a that's a strong point. That's a strong point, brother. But you know what? Know? If you can wait it out. You're guaranteed to have something of more complex depth than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. You, like, you, you're you not going to be disappointed 10 years later, five years later, five years later. You're not going to be disappointed from putting in the work, the plan. So you say, oh, man, it sucked. I could have just went down there and 
had me a, a quick marriage by night and just got rid of it. Man, this is the same. No, no, no. There's definitely something where you can look back and take pride and hold your chest out after a year of working together with somebody in a marriage element versus let's just hook up and share each other. Nah, man, a year too soon, man. You got to go longer than that to be a year piece. too soon. I don't know, man. You got to go longer than a year, man. You got to go. You got to if you make it past that seven year mark, like we was talking about a couple of weeks ago, the seven year itch. Mm-hmm. If you make it past that seven and and you get up to ten and eleven, now you can you can really you earn the right to say you know what I am, I am butterflying this thing. I had a conversation with my wife today. I asked her, "Am I?" Am I a professional husband? Mm, that's a topic right there. Professional husband. Well, I asked her that because she was telling me, you know, we rent in our townhouse, and I, and she was telling me what this professional real estate agent told her. Well, this is coming from a professional. You should do this and you should do that. And then every time we got something going on at the church, but well, a pastor said this and that and said that in the third. Then when I tell her to do something, it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, well, if you listen to the professionals when it comes down to the things of the church, and you listen to the professionals when it comes down to real estate, and you say, I'm a professional husband, why don't you listen to me? Mm. When I tell you to do something, or when I ask you to do something, why why I got to be a beef? You know, if you put me on the same level as what you call these so-called professionals, and you say I'm a professional husband, then you should be able to listen to me and take my advice too. So she got a step-husband. Understand, you know, I'm trying to If you calling me a professional If you feel that I'm a professional husband Then you should listen to me like you Listen to all those other professionals out there With their advice, you know It shouldn't be a question Whether, uh, or you, you shouldn't question me If I say, hey, we need to do this this way why don't why we got to do it that way? I don't even think it's making sense. I say we'll have a better marriage. I mean, we always got an awesome marriage, but it'd be even more awesome if you consider me a professional as you do all these other cats. And she's like, "Well, just just know what you're talking about every time, and then I will." It'd be cool, but it's just the fact that you know they always want to tell me what the experts say. And she always wanted to tell me, you know, well, this person say this, and they've been doing this for 20 years. And this person say that, and they've been doing it for five. Well, we've been married for this many a long time, and you've been with me all this time, and you still don't listen to me, so you only know that person's resume and their history, and you go already believe in what they say, and they might even be right. Yeah, and I want to drop a mon- another monkey wrench on the back end of what you just said, Darren. And, uh, you know, because at what point, you know, do, do do married men, you know, transform into simply wanting to be that professional husband, you know, um, versus what we all used to do, uh, me included, before household stress came along. You know, I was just on a wing and a prayer, prayer faking until I make it. I mean, it it is what it is. I wasn't in Barnes and Nobles or, or uh, Books a Million, you know, in the marriage aisle or, I wasn't on the internet searching for, you know, ways to improve my marriage, you know, but but now, you know, I'm I'm trying to be a professional. Same thing like um I think it's Kobe. I don't know if y'all Kobe fans or not. I'm not. 
but um, I think he comes to the gym, you know, and and he shoots like a couple hours before game time, before like they start, you know, uh, getting warmed up. Is that true? Oh, I thought you were going to say he, three he was a professional marriage uh, person now. <laughs> no, 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 comes, no, no. He comes two to three hours before everybody else to just start shooting around. Exactly. Two to three hours before. So he's the only one in the gym. I guess he has somebody throwing in the ball and, you know, getting the rebounds and everything so he can shoot around. So two to three hours before people start coming in and warming up, this guy's in the gym just shooting, you know, making sure that his shot is right, you know. So versus the other guys, they just show up, you know, at the regular time. You know, the coach said, we got to be there at 4 for the 7 o'clock game, so I'm going to be there at 4. Kobe there at 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 one. He's he's way in advance. Yeah, you you see that mentality in every walk of life, though, man. You know, uh, acting. You know, there's a lot of actors. A lot of people think they just I need to keep my face clear and have a hairline, and I'll be good. Just keep these smile working. Yeah, that's nice. But there's actors like that, and there's actors like you know Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Yep. Let me tell you something, dog. You have to be of a all Madden level of acting to carry a movie like Lincoln. This movie will put you to sleep in a comfortable way. <laughs> if it was anybody else, you would be out within 20 minutes. Somehow he did it because this dude is so committed. He played some role. Uh, I didn't see the movie, but... In the role, he played somebody who was in a wheelchair, wheelchair-bound. He stays in the wheelchair for, like, the entire five months, day in, day out. They had to lift him out of the wheelchair. That was part of the, his thing, that you're going to have to carry me out of this, in his house, at home. Who does that? <laughs> who does that? But you, said, you said the magic word. You, you said a big word. He was committed. Yeah, that's craft. That's craft. And that's you know? going back to my earlier point, whether it be Kobe or Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, it it, it, it takes some commitment to want to be, you know, on the level where Kobe will be in the Hall of Fame. A lot of the guys that are probably bouncing the ball tonight ain't going to even come close to being in the Hall of Fame. they just sitting in the hallway. Exactly. So it's like, but... You you have to do things different, you know, to be a professional. And you know, going back to my question is like, when when did we transform to saying, okay, you know, I'm going to find ways to improve myself to be a better husband, not because the wife is nagging and ragging on me, but because I just want to be better myself too. Like, when do we transform from the guy that just, you know? at the barbecues and, you know, had the marriage issues and everything, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to just wait it out, brother. You know, time heals. You know, we'll we'll figure it out. And, you know, yeah. to the brother that actually says, you know what, I'm going, I'm committed to this thing. This thing is not going to fail. I'm going to I'm going to do everything in my power, you know, to, to, to make sure that I do everything so it does not fail. Yeah. And, I mean, you look, you look at the host. You know, perfect exact shining example. I don't mean to put the spotlight on you, <laughs> but I mean perfect example to the to that guy I'm talking about, to the guy that's on here, you know, right now, you know, delivering, you know, this 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 good product that, you know, it, 
crazy to me that you it's, it's night and day. California you know, the guy that, that didn't even think about it. The guy that took the California king bed and was like, "You're gonna sit in a little, you know, a little double bed." You know, I'm gonna. No, that, I, I swear I don't think that's not going to be funny anymore. That joint is just as funny as when I heard it that's two hilarious. months ago. You're going to sleep in a yeah. twin, what is that, twin bed, Mr. O? What's your full, full size, full size, full, full size. Full size bed. Yeah, I'm going to take the California king, and it's going to be what it is. The funny part, you said you had her help you. Get the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Whereas now this guy, this guy, would probably sleep in a in a baby crib if his wife, you know, wanted wanted to sleep in the California King. He wouldn't even mm. take the California King today. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So far, so far. You know, Rodney, I think I think um we men, um, we kinda have to be threatened before we recognize well not all of us, but a lot of us have to, you know, we have to be threatened with, with losing something to really recognize how important it, it is to learn how to be a husband. Most well, I don't know about everybody, but I haven't met a lot of guys that were trained on how uh, to be a husband. We just figured I'm the man, and that's the way it's going to be. Yep. Yeah. You know, um, and we either have to make some some bad choices, which end up in either bad relationships or divorces, and then we have to come to a point where we realize I don't have it all, and I need to reach out. I, I applaud every man and woman that tries to figure this out before they go in. To but most of us don't, you know. Uh, we get our nose all wide, and it doesn't matter what, we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. But the you people know, that I, try to figure it out before they get married, man, they, they barking up the wrong tree there because experience, I'm going to tell you the hardest thing that I've ever experienced in my entire life was being a, a man in a packaged marriage, meaning she got kids and I got kids, and we had to... We had to uh, deal with outside people inside of your house. And then on top of that, trying to learn each other and getting to know each other better. And then on top of that, dealing with, you know, um, biological parents and then attitudes from the children. And then, you know, being ridiculed. Uh, I don't know if anybody noticed, but moms, uh, if they got custody of their kids, they don't have to go into a school and show proof of custody. Fathers, however, I have to show proof of custody everywhere we go. If I'm getting my son or my daughter on the basketball team, cheerleading team, to the doctors, to school, I think it's this is the hardest. And I think um, being married a second time, the devil wants to make sure you have the absolute worst or best chance to get divorced again because, you know, it, it's just so much going on that you can't even concentrate on your new bride. You got you got all these distractions in the way and and he just want to make sure they keep coming. You know, get CPS involved. It keep coming. Uh let's throw some financial situations from her past and your past. Keeps coming that y'all didn't know about money situation. Let's throw some ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends on top of the pile. Let's get some Facebook stuff going. I mean, it's always drama in the second go-round. And some people say, you know, they listen to these songs and cliches that say it can't be better the second time around and all that stuff. Dude, it is the absolute worst, and that word commitment got to be your, your, your second word behind standing on God. 
God first, commitment is second. You know, because it it just it's just so hard trying to with all these shots coming at you. Well, I disagree with the first part of what you said. <laughs> uh, about uh, trying to make, you know, working to make it right before you get married. You remember saying that one? Yeah, I mean trying to trying to go to, to kinda of go to counseling, premarital counseling before you right. get married and trying to have some expert supposedly quote unquote to try to show you how to deal or tell you how to deal with the the problems that you're about to face. Yeah, I disagree. I I think uh, counseling, in my opinion, it helped me in my second marriage tremendously. Yeah, I would I would go along with it. Uh, most most people that um, that go into marriage, at least I was not taught um, how to have a good marriage. I mean, I, I just wasn't. Uh, you know, and 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 I live in the in the state of Maryland, and and it's 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 harder to get a driver's license than it is to get a marriage license in the state of Maryland, okay? You know, in order to get a driver's license, the first thing you do is you got to get a book to read the rules of the road before you can even get a permit. Then you got to pass the test and saying you know what they are. Then you can start learning behind the wheel, and that takes six months. And then you got to pass the test and put so many hours and all this and all that. What does it take to get a marriage license? You know, two idiots, 30 bucks in the courthouse. And you can have some kids and really screw them up. And most of us, at least most people I've seen, have never had any training on how to have a successful marriage. Okay, and let me ask you a question. You say, you, say, you say that counseling is, and I understand your position because you're a counselor, but I understand this. You, like you said, two idiots. Let's stop right there. You got two idiots in front of you, and both of them is trying to listen to your advice on how to have a successful marriage. You telling them all the rules of the road, but the woman is not going to be the same woman that you're appearing to look at when you're counseling her. She's not going to act that way when she gets pissed off. He either. You know, he's not going to do the same thing either. So when you leave, when they leave that, that office, unfortunately, they're going to do it their way when they get to the house. So yeah, they, yeah, but they, they, yeah, they, like with me and my true, wife man. went through counseling, and so we actually, because the preacher would not marry us unless we went through counseling for a year. So we had a chance to talk about a bunch of those scenarios and, and talk about those tough situations that we otherwise never would have talked about plan, trying to plan a wedding. Okay. You see That's what I'm exactly saying? exactly right. Most so, people don't have any clue on how to deal with real life um, before they get married unless you know, give, give you an example. Um, most of us uh, don't know how to fight fair in a marriage. We don't know how to have arguments with our wives and our husbands. And our husbands, okay? And we do things in the midst of the argument that cause damage to the marriage. But if somebody can point out to you how to do that, how to have disagreements without hurting the marriage, then you're at least aware of the things that do it. If do you not, think that's on a crazy blind. woman's mind when she in the in the heat of an argument and she just found out that, that your ex wife is or your ex girlfriend is contacting you and you done taught her how to how to have a, a positive argument? If you get a fired up woman started, all that counseling stuff that she had yet last year, two years ago. <laughs> look, look, I see the point you make. Let me just tell you about counseling. After I got done counseling with my current wife. I left that counseling track, that, that one-year deal, more in love with my wife and more committed to my wife 
than than what before when I went in. That that's applauded, Ike, because you know what? You said something that I ain't never heard before. A pastor actually taking the time to counsel a couple for a year. I ain't never heard that before. That's a long yeah. time. That's a long time that's to be rad. I mean, you still smashing on your way through the year. And you don't suppose to be. We asked the pastor, we asked the pastor to do our wedding. He said, I won't do it unless you go through counseling. When's the wedding? We said a year from now. He said, all right, well, let's let's start looking at the calendar. Oh, so he so just, why didn't you pick somebody else? Curious. Why didn't I what? Pick somebody else. Get another Mary. You know, Reverend Deacon, Dr. Doug. Get somebody else. Wait a minute. He said he had a year before he, I mean, cause, so he only did it for that year because y'all had a year before the wedding. Right. Did he ever tell you at one time and point to, hey, you can't, you got to stop having sex right now because y'all not married yet? No. Okay, so okay. so he said fornication is okay, but I'm going to be your, come on now, was he was he all the way in or what? You know what I mean? You got to, if you're going to take all of the advice, you got to take all the advice, and he can't be shortcuts. Well, he didn't say anything. He didn't address the whole uh, sex before marriage issue. Okay, well, why is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and you didn't question him either because he was down for the get down, right? Uh, but if he would have tried to bring that up, then it would have been duly noted. And I would have said, okay, thank you for your observation. <laughs> but I'm going to still keep tapping this. So, so to answer my man's question, the reason why you didn't pick another pastor because he didn't bring it up. But he didn't bring it up. up. You might have fired him and went with somebody else. Well, now he would. You know what pastor is gonna sit up there and say, "I can't marry y'all because y'all had sex before y'all married." What pastor gonna do that? He didn't marry you, but he didn't offer you no advice on y'all on y'all uh, sexcapades. But what pastor? What pastor find off on a marriage if he already know they having sex before they got married? Because he's supposed to tell you the whole truth. He don't supposed to get. He don't supposed to water it down. If he well, all the pastors out here marrying all these couples, then they he's telling half truths. Then. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, Spiritual counseling, spiritual counseling, and regular counseling is regular counseling. So I believe pastors now. Let's talk about the pastors. Okay, let's talk about the pastors when they when they talk. Sit up there marrying a couple. They done already had three kids. Uh, and <laughs> win. And so he said, fornication is okay. Man, that was an immaculate conception. Man, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If he married, if he marries a couple that had three kids before they got married, and he said fornication is okay by your rules now. No, 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 I, I, I disagree with you, and I agree with you a lot. <laughs> I, but you know what? I, 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 I'll I tell you what. I, I'm, we, we work with couples sometimes, and we've got a couple right now that they decided that they're not going to sleep together because the Holy Spirit's working in their heart. And it's not the pastor that's going to tell them that. That's the Holy Spirit. If they're Christians and the Holy Spirit's working in their heart, that's going to change them, not the pastor saying you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. Oh, but isn't it the pastor's or the counselor's responsibility to say, look, okay, I'm a spiritual counselor, I'm a spiritual leader, or, or, you know, I'm going to guide you to a spiritual marriage. Isn't the first responsibility of that spiritual counselor is to tell those people the first thing you need to stop doing is stop fornicating and getting to know each other better. And isn't it that best job not to marry that couple that had that baby before they got married? No, no. The rules don't say that you have to be a virgin. Right. It don't say that. It just it don't say that you have to be a virgin for these rules to apply. You can have ten kids. If y'all getting ready to get married, no premarital sex. No That's premarital sex. 
all I'm saying. Okay, so why did why does the pastor marry the couple that's that had the kids before they got married? Well, nobody's got an answer for that. I, well, he, I'm just saying. He just, he just said, why wasn't it said to you? Oh, I'm saying I, I, I don't saying know what the pastor said to you. I hear you. I mean, the pastor was more worried about us having a healthy marriage. I mean, right. but y'all ain't married yet. It's, it's like, okay, you, how can you get to a healthy marriage if you don't have a if you have an unhealthy engagement by having premarital sex? I mean, well, and, no, our engagement wasn't unhealthy. It was very healthy. Well, I'm I'm talking about as far as God is concerned, it was not permitted. Yeah, it was okay. Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I guess it's just what you you getting at. We just went against God because we had sex, right? Hey, you tell me. You had a, had a spiritual counselor telling me. <laughs> you had a pastor that married us. You know what, man? You know what? It's, I think it's like this. Yeah. You can you can just boil it down to, okay, well, I decided to do my thing. But that's pretty much the storyline of every person who says, all right, I want to walk this Christian walk. But at some point, you're going to look at choice A, and you're going to look at choice B, and you'll say, well, look, I want to do my thing. And you just live with the consequences of it. Okay, so I accept the consequences of having sex before I was married. Right. There, there's, a, there's a definite different type of relationship you would have That's if right. you, let's say, waited six months. Or let's say, let's go really Mitchell retro. Let's just say you waited and just stay virgin. You just stay virgin until you marry. You pull the AC green. There's a different level of experience, of marital experience, that I would dare say 95% of at least people in this country get married don't have. So since we got some, we got some, we got some, uh, I wish I had them. We got some Bible thumpers on here. Who on here did not have sex until they got married? <laughs> oh, hey, 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 I. I beg to differ. I did not hear anybody thump the Bible. No, no, but no, no, no. Who on here had waited until they got married to have sex for the first time? I didn't, I but I, I wish I did. I did. I wish I, I wish I did. But okay. when, you know, not that it was bad. I just wish I had experienced that, man. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. What I'm, I mean, what yeah, I'm saying that, that would be what nice I'm, to experience. Go ahead. What I'm saying is if, 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 if a spiritual counselor is going to be giving you spiritual advice on a, 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 a godly marriage or any type type of marriage before they marry you, the first thing that needs to – I'm not saying that they don't – I mean, they need to practice what they preach. If they're preaching it, they need to – it still need to be preached. You know what I'm saying? It still need to be said. It still need to be hey, – Right. I understand what you're saying. It needs to be brought across that, hey, you know, you all should be having sex before you get married. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I know what you, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm with you. And I, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. You said that because he didn't say it, he was saying it's okay. He was scared right. issue, maybe. Right. And that's why I said, well, how come it's okay for pastors to marry couples who had babies before they got married? Because isn't that the same thing as saying it's okay also? No, right? he still got because because it what you did up until that point don't matter. Right. Now, I. Now, here's a perfect example. When we started off this conversation, we were talking about the lack of or the the amount of sex that married couples have, right? And we talk about how the, the man has to transform into a man that would have readily available sex to 
not so much readily available sex because now he's married. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 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 what we have to gauge from most of us is what we were having, the sex that we were having through, through our courtship stage. So we were being shown three, four, five, six, seven times a week. So that's what we were thinking, right? So let's just go back to what my brother just said and said that he never had sex. Let's just say if you never had sex prior to getting married, you would have less arguments once you get married because now you've got no three, four, five times a week to compare it to. Right. Mm, that's deep. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. I take what I get because I didn't, I, there was no promises made. She didn't say, well, once we get married, we're going to have it every night because she don't know. You know what else goes away? You can't hold out on me. How are you going to use that weapon? You can't. That's true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Yeah, so like I'm holding out. We waited until marriage. We we holding out for? Yeah, hold out. What's three days? I waited 26 years. What's three days? What's Please. three days? <laughs> I'm going to the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Confusion. Premarital <laughs> sex is confusion. <laughs> no doubt. I got one last question. Yes, sir. I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and he talked about a guy that was young guy, 49, that passed away. Mm. And he had, I don't know, um, 250-some-odd people at his home-going celebration. We'll call it that. Some people may call it a funeral. And the question that I want to show, um, ask right now, are we, by the way we're living our life, planning our invitation list for our funeral? Mm. That's heavy. Planning our invitation list? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Let me break it down. Yeah. When you die, right, when you leave this earth, People come to your funeral because of the person that you were when you were here. Yep. They come pay their respects. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, your life is an invitation list of who's going to come and make sure you don't pay their last respects. That's true. You see what I'm saying? You can't invite nobody. You mm-hmm. can't say, okay, well, I want you to come to my funeral. I want you to come. And, again, some people may not care because they're leaving here. But some people leave here and say, okay, I want to be remembered for the things that I've done kind of father I was, the kind of husband I was, the kind of community service person I was, the kind of person that just people loved. And, Mr. Host, you can invite them all you want. But the oh, reality is when up. you die and they don't show up, what are you going to do? You in the box. You in the box. Mm. You in the box. That's it. You know, so are we are we planning our escape? Because <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Well, I think that what you know what you what you're alluding to is is the fact that, and y'all have probably heard this adage uh, many times before, but um, people will forget what you did, people will forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. So when it comes to, you know, oh, such and such died, they're not going to remember anything, but how you made them feel. And if you didn't make them feel good, 
they ain't coming to your funeral. Coming. They're gonna be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to wash my car. You know, I gotta. You know, I'm going to the beach. <laughs> you know, it's not gonna be a priority. Because the reality is that again, just like I said, I mean, when you in the box, it's nobody. I mean, it's no arguments that such and such didn't come to your funeral. I mean, they don't have to show up. I guess you ain't gonna know if they showed up or not. Well, I guess he's uh, saying that what kind of impression are you making amongst this world, or what kind of stamp you making? Yeah. Are you, you know, living the, the correct life where people will appreciate you and and remember you by the things that you did and what kind of impact you had on this world. Exactly. And I think the host is holding back because tying it back to something he said maybe just a few weeks ago about how his transformation started at his uncle's funeral. Is that correct, Mr. Host? 100%. So that was the start of his transformation. And the fact of the matter is that he said, and just, you know, forgive me if I, you know, leave anything out, Mr. Toast, but he said that, you know, his uncle was, you know, Rolling Stone was doing his thing. But at the funeral, they were talking about, hey, now this guy was a great community leader and all this stuff. And, you know, T.O. You said, nobody like, saw the truth of the funeral, man, nobody. <laughs> but was it true, T.O.? Were they, were they embellishing or was that was that the truth? Did, did your uncle transform before he left out in the box? He did definitely transform. He definitely transformed. But, yeah, people do lie at the funeral. People be lying on TV. Oh, he was a great person. I don't know why they shot him. He was a drug dealer. You know right. what I'm saying? But but, but you know, don't want to be like you said is that he transformed. He transformed. <laughs> Period. He you ain't gonna be that person that tells the whole truth, man. You know, we probably hear about thirty years too early, but you know, that's the kind of life he lived, man. So yeah. well, we all here thirty years early because of this fool with his addiction to, to guns. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna tell the truth, man. Like that, you're not gonna be that person. Yeah, but but this situation, I mean, you kind of know when it's when it's some BS. Yeah, but my yeah, you no, know, it was definitely 100 percent transformation because it touched me in a way that I was like, whoa. Mm. You know, Is it because, because of his transformation, what you, heard. you were transformed. Yeah, you know, and we all see it. You see those funeral lines, man. It's ten minutes long. And there's mm-hmm. somewhere you got to pull over because you're going to be there a while. And then you ask yourself, what kind of life did that person lead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With all these people coming up and taking time out their day to show their respect. Oh, man, yeah, because I've, I've seen a cop car and a funeral, a hearse, and about four or five cars. And I was like, dang, I, <laughs> they must I don't want to be that guy. Car. I don't want to be that guy. But you know what, though, man? That only tells part of the story because much like weddings and funerals, funerals can become a showpiece of I need to be seen so I'm not on the outs. You know, people do those kind of, especially if it's somebody that's passed away corporately. Um, So you you can tell but so much. Yeah, we'd all like to have the attendance. It's one of those weird ones of life. I call it the weirdest one because, yeah, you like to see who's there, but that's something you're not going to really view unless something's different on the other side of the grave where you can sit in the audience and see how many people came. That's just, you're not going to do it. 
But you, you know, can tell if that person was important or not, even if you don't know them. I done pulled over one time because uh, of, cause of uh, you know, everybody was coming by uh, following the hearse, and I done pulled over for a long time because it was like maybe 50, 60 cars in that line. And then one time I had pulled over, thought I was going to pull over, but I didn't even get to a complete stop before the line was over. And I, my mind was like, dang, what? That person didn't have no kind of, and my, that was my thought. I was like, is it Thursday? Is everybody at work? You know, you try, you try to make an excuse for that person's life. Like, yeah, yeah. why is nobody at his funeral? Yeah. But you know what? It's, Maybe it's, it's from out of town. I'm going to throw my own monkey wrench. <laughs> clink, to clink. <laughs> it could be importance, but importance and popularity are two different things. And that's what we're important. talking about, though. I mean, right. if we say somebody, was, somebody was important because they had 200 people show up, important to who? Important in what way? And who that person impacted? If you ain't impacted a lot of people, you know, it. Maybe. You, I don't know. If you impact a lot of people, ain't no three people going to show up to your funeral. No, no. They come, uh, they taking off work. Yeah, they taking off work for that. They get yeah. on a plane. They getting on a plane. They coming. Mm-hmm. There's no way around that. They be like, this is the last time I'm going to see you, I'm coming. Yeah. last time I get a chance to see your family or whatever it is, I'm coming. That's the ultimate respect right there. When you say, no, I'm going to stop what I got to do, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you already crushed that the person is gone, but you're going to go and, you know. Cause I I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I'm going to think that that is the last selfish act for someone. I understand it, it, it's. You want to see it, it's a human longing for somebody you may have seen some or a little or a lot. But really, I think what it is is that it's the living person's way of finalizing for their own satisfaction. Because you're really not helping the deceased feel any better. You can say you're helping the family feel like the person was loved, but... That's where that phrase, giving my flowers while I'm living, sprouted from. But you've got to ask yourself, with the funerals that you went to and the ones that you didn't go to, what was the difference? Uh, that that person made a difference in your life. Exactly. And the ones you didn't go to, evidently they didn't. Uh, let me give you an example. Um, tomorrow, um, a precious, precious woman in my life um, you know, she died and she's and she's being buried tomorrow. Okay, a funeral tomorrow. Okay, I cannot be there. I've got to fly out of town. I'm, you know, it's it's one of those. I'm, I'm not going to be able to be there. Although everything in me would want to be there, but I can't be there. So I actually asked my wife to go in my in my place. Mm-hmm. Okay, as an honor to this woman. I know she's not going to know, but her family and friends. This woman was so important to me that, it, you know, that it really bothered me that I can't be there, okay, because she made such an impression on my life. But she, but you sent in somebody in your place. Correct. Right. So that's just as important. I mean, that that's an attendance. You you are attending because your better half is going or your other Correct. half is But if this person wasn't that important in my life, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have, you know. That's right. I mean, literally, my wife's taking off work half a day to go and, and to be there for us. Yeah. For me, because I really have the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so I think you know. it, it says a lot 
Um, and, and then, and I'll tell you what, and this really, this uh, to, to somebody's point, I think it was Tony's point. Um, I grew up with uh, back in the day, and they may still do it today. I don't see it as much. Back in the day, close family friends, you called them aunt and uncle, even though they were not your aunt and your uncle. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, at least where I grew up. Um, and we had a, a family friend uh, three years ago passed away, um, and, and we used to call her aunt, although she wasn't. And I went down to her funeral, and no joke, there weren't even 12 people there. Mm-hmm. And I looked around, and it, it, it really broke my heart. You know, and I went, wow, look at this. You know what I mean? I mean, to live your whole life, and this woman was, you know, in her mid-70s. To live your whole life, and there aren't even enough people to carry the casket. And that's mm. you know, and it hit me like 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 T Hawk said. I mean, and it, and she was a nice person, but she just didn't make a difference in people's lives. Mm. Wow, that's deep. And really, you know, and and her husband passed away this year. Okay, and I mean, they didn't even hardly have a funeral. Wow. And I thought, you know, and I thought, and I went, wow. That is so, so sad to live 70-some years, you know, and, and, and to have 11 people at your funeral, and three of which was my mother, my father, and me. And I flew from Maryland to, 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 to Florida for the funeral. You know, and, and you just, you, you, you question, and you go, you know, well, what, you know, I mean, what did you do with your life if you didn't try to help other people? Yeah. And that's what I really think it, it comes down to. Um, if you don't step out and put yourself out for other people, you know, it, 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 it really and, – and, you know, you don't, you don't get to see it a lot in your life when, when it happens, you know. And, and I, I'll tell you what, I had the – I had uh, the, the, the awesome pleasure of, of seeing that happen for me um, last year was my 50th birthday, and my wife orchestrated a, a surprise party for me and, and had half the, the cruise ship Danny there for me, and I was blown away. I, I couldn't believe it, you know, and just you, when you see it when you're alive, it really, you, don't, you, you may not think that you're touching other people, but for people to take their time, out of their life to go do something for you, you have to touch people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Good words. Good words, man. And I think it's important. And I think, you know, I know we don't think about it. I think about it, but I know, you know a lot of times it's not that important. And it just came up when preparing for this call, and I was talking to, you know, my neighbor about, you know, um, the guy that died, I didn't know him, but, you know, he was telling me about how many people showed up. And I was like, job well done. Because you just think that you don't, they don't have to pay their respects to you. And just like Andrew said, when you get it, when you get to see it, when you're still alive, and it's genuine. Because those, I went, and those tickets weren't cheap. I ain't gonna lie. But we went. Andrew's birthday, that's my man, and we wanted to celebrate it with him. It wasn't like, you know, and I could have done something else, but I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to this. You know, so it, it it it's the same thing. So that's why I asked the question, are we are we are we writing our list 
for our funeral now that we're still alive? And it may be a morbid question, but I think as head of households and people that, that we all have a mission, you know, and I know we didn't talk about God a lot tonight, but God has given us a plan. He's given us orders. He's given us, you know, uh, um, instructions on how to do this thing. And if we, I guess if we do it by his rule, then we won't be disappointed when we go meet him because there may be a conversation. Yo, dude, you only have seven people at your party. <laughs> How are you going to answer that if, God's, if God is the one answering that question? You only got six people at your funeral. What happened? You know, I think, Tony, people like that, that, that experience that, you know, have lived lives of thinking of themselves. Mm. Because if people aren't willing... I mean, for your last act to say I'm going to honor you, I'm going to I'm going to pay my respects. I mean, that's what it used to be called, paying your respects. Still is. Um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't stepped out and put yourself out for other people, why would they put themselves out for you? Mm. I mean, we need to examine ourselves. Like you said, are you living a life that's writing? You know. Writing the guest list to your funeral is a great question. The real question behind that is, are we living a life to serve others or are we just focusing on us? Are we setting an example and teaching others that it's not just about me and I'm I'm willing to put out for you? I think that's a great question. It's a good maintenance question. Good maintenance. And I think think Rodney also... Summed it up great too because it's 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 the way you touch someone and it doesn't even have to be doing something for somebody it doesn't have to be that it could be just when they were there and they needed to talk you listen every time you know what I mean you may not gave them money you may never fed the person it's just when they're at that lowest point they pick up the phone and they can call you people can depend on you. You know, we think you got to do this extravagant thing. Sometimes it's real small things. And people be like, man, you know, that guy was always all right. You know, whenever I saw that guy, you know, he always had a smile on his face. Man, I'm going to his funeral. You just never know. He might have a smile on his face at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we will go into open mic. <laughs> All right, anybody got anything else on transformation? No. Next week's topic? The true pressures of a married man. Oh, yeah. Woo-wee. You outdid yourself with that one, B-Town. Yep. Okay, hold on. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.